0: Hello. (laughs) It is July 16th, 2019, and today's episode is an absolute heater. We cover sports, a lot of sports talk on this show, a lot of life talk on this show. And then we dive balls deep into conspiracy theories, which one of my favorite things on Earth. And we have a replay of an interview from Heartland Radio last week at the end of this thing from Joey Josh Chestnut, the world's greatest eater. And this interview may or may not have caused quite an international incident with old Kobayashi. Love it. I do love it, actually. Yeah, I do. You're going to want to hear all of this. I'm telling you, when I say gold is about to spew into your ear holes, it's about to happen. You don't have to listen to this show. You choose to listen to this show. Will you get dumber from listening to the show? Possibly. But will this be a couple-hour mental vacation you're about to embark on? Absolutely, and we're so thankful you're doing it. A lot of big news ahead for our boys, a lot of big news for you about the team. We're so excited you joined us. And right around the corner, you know what season it is? Foosball season. Oh. Sports are hot right now. We talk about it all here in a little bit, but foosball season's right around the corner. And it is the perfect time to buy tickets for a football game as a gift to a loved one, a friend, a significant other, or maybe get a live event ticket. Maybe it's a theater show, mm. which is also a play, right? Those two are the same?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm comedy stand-up comedy maybe a musical act and if you're gonna buy tickets there's only one ticket platform to buy from and that's our friends at SeatGeek SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying platform because they scan all the other ticket buying sites and make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck the best ticket available for the best price available is gonna come to you from your friends at SeatGeek and right now you use promo code Pat you get ten dollars off your first order wow, wow. that's a deal Use promo code MACFI, get $20 off your Hey-o. first order. What it's a better whoa, deal. whoa, whoa. A little self awareness here. Mm-hmm. If you're not rich yet, go ahead and use that MACFI and get $20 off your first order. If you've got a little cash, a little jang-a-lang and a bangalang, go ahead and use promo code PAT and get $10 off your first order. SeatGeek is our presenting sponsor, which means they paid the most to be right up here in the front. <laughs> they're our first ever sponsor, and they're also the greatest ticket buying platform app on planet Earth and the moon. moon. So there's no reason to shop for tickets anywhere else. Your no. friends at SeatGeek got you. Promo code PAT, $10 off your first order. Promo code McAfee, $20 off your first order. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get this thing started. I always forget that tennis is a sport oh. until something incredible happens. <laughs> Serena lost. Mm-hmm. That was something that reminded me tennis yeah. was a sport, that Wimbledon was happening. And then Roger Federer is still that dude. Oh yeah. Jeez. I woke up Sunday morning in Philadelphia, ready to go to Extreme Rules. I turn on my television from ESPN the night before, and voila, Roger Federer is still doing what he's been doing for 20 some years. 1998, that dude turned pro. He was 14 or something like that. Still the man playing against old Djokovic, and in the fourth set, I saw a moment where Djokovic yelled at somebody for slipping on the turf. Mm. Federer wanted to score the next like 45 points straight, and I was like, Pff, Djokovic. Mind is in the fucking dumpster. Kid can't handle playing against Roger Federer. Little did I know, that match was nowhere near over. <laughs> that match went on for another three hours after this that thing. Crazy. I went over to the arena, uh, filmed a couple things, watched on my phone, still happening. Longest Wimbledon final of all time. And while I'm watching it on my phone, there's things happening all around me. I found myself so intrigued to watch it. I forget how good of a sport tennis is mm-hmm. until I get to watch very, very fucking good tennis. And I'm like, man, I love that sport. I think that would be a sport I'd enjoy doing on a daily basis mm-hmm. too. And there's a clip that Foxy found, and I think Roger Federer is going to take this back. Do you train really hard in the offseason? Can you give me any tips, anything
3: you can talk about?
4: Oh, it's all talent. I don't work. I just sit on the couch. <laughs> You, you thought you had something going, right? That you were one of those, like, was Lendl, that you know made us generation work hard. Not with me, anyway. I, I, didn't, I didn't get inspired. <laughs> no, no. I, I, all I do is really just take care of the kids.
0: If he trains just a little bit. He probably wins. <laughs> <laughs> you can't expect to win the longest Wimbledon final no. in the history of Wimbledon finals at the age of 37 and not train. But man, they put on a hell of a show. Hell of a show out there. I loved it.
1: He he is. Uh, He's not supposed to be this good at this age, right? No, because tennis
3: is one of the sports where... You age very quickly. Yes, very, very quickly. Yes. Well, your
0: joints, right? I would assume it has to be hard on the joints because yeah. it's very explosive. It's quick. There's a lot of hard... There's a Quickness lot of... cutting.
1: everything, yes. yes. And
0: I'm watching Federer at 37 as a person who has had joint issues in my life. And I'm watching him in between... Uh, what are those, volleys, sets. sets, whatever it is. I'm watching him just walk around normally and I'm like looking at each one of his joints. I'm like, there has to be a little something from like his <laughs> ankle. Like, there has to be something like a little limp maybe from the knee. Like just one step comes up and it's like, nope, he's fucking clean. And then I look at Joe and I'm like, man, something has to be wrong with this guy. He just did a full split after running full yeah. speed three hours into this thing. He gets up, he's bouncing. Like, I don't know how they stay so fit these dudes—the the, the fitness levels of the tennis players—is something that I I don't think I I don't think I I think I underestimate the shit out of it. I think the world needs to talk about it a little bit more. That's a five-hour fucking match. Those two are just sprinting back and forth. they're running gassers. Those dudes are running gassers for five hours <laughs> while playing uh, life-size ping pong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's insanity to me.
1: It's a very athletic sport. Incredible. And, you know, it's e- easy. Like it's one of those sports that used to get made fun of like I did it in right. high school yeah. and people made fun of you if you played tennis you played tennis it, in high school yeah for four years <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm, joking, I'm joking I'm joking but that's how it was treated like you know me and my my I talked my best friend into quit he was our best running back and I talked to him in a quitting football that year to be my doubles partner because I didn't Jesus. want to play number one singles anymore. Well, so That's a uh, terrible guy yeah. and a nerd. But we had a good time. But it's very athletic, man. It I mean, is. It quickly, you talk about quickness. There's so much power involved. And it's-
0: finesse, too. I mean, you got to have finesse. Um, yes. Ben, power, backhand, touch, consistency. Drive- it's and it's one
4: of those things that's so hard to appreciate until you try and play it. Yes. And then you're like, oh, this is impossible.
0: I played in one tennis tournament. I won. Uh, in my entire life, Nick was a part of that. Nick was a participant in that tournament.
4: Yeah, you were a professional athlete. I still had never played tennis.
0: <laughs> they were playing every weekend. <laughs> I come home for a weekend playing the tournament. I win. No wow. big deal. Yeah, I had no back end. No. I played lefty and righty. Oh, I was just tossing oh, the I was tossing oh, wow. a racket back and forth. You, you
3: save room. Yep. Yeah. That, I do that in ping,
0: by the way, I do that in ping pong, too. Mm-hmm. Like If you play me in ping pong, know that my left forehand, also good. So I have two <laughs> forehands. It's, it's a tough
2: thing. How's the switchover? Just quick.
0: Yeah, you gotta have some dexterity. You gotta know that the ball's going over there and just get it over there. And then I got this little half cock left hand forehand that is pretty solid. Now in right, my backhand, let's not get crazy. But if I can get that thing over for another forehand, I will do it ten times out of ten. Yeah. And it is awesome to watch the reaction of the other people whenever I do it the first time. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck? Which forehand are we serving this to?" And I'm like, eh, "That's up for you to decide." But with tennis. It was it was hard to keep the serves in. Mm-hmm. So I think that is mm-hmm. yeah. the first. They're hitting those 117, 113 miles an hour. Yeah. Smart of tennis, by the way, to put the miles per hour right there in the corner of the TV. Smart to do that. That is something that baseball started doing. It makes it much more impressive and everything like
2: that. Sponsored by Rolex as well, right? But yes. the, yeah, that's a very
0: wealthy sport. That's oh, a sport yeah. we should think about getting into. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I would like to cover tennis, I think. I think cool. I'd be a pretty good tennis cover. Well, it's fun to watch, too. Fun. That's the most underrated well, part. <laughs> <laughs> On TV, it's very fun to well, watch. I have a to question. <laughs> Cause we got
3: Back in. <laughs> yeah. We got lucky too because we probably have the three best tennis players of all time have played in our generation. True, Nadal, Federer, and Djokovic. So we got lucky watching it. I can't even imagine what it was like before. Right, with the wooden rackets. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa,
4: dude! Bjorn Borg, bro.
3: Agassi, 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 Jimmy Connors,
5: Pete, Pete Sampras, Dave, Pete,
3: Pete, Pete B. B. might, King. Pete might be able. Oh, McElvoy. Is that his name? Mac- McEnroe. McEnroe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> McEnroe's Tin Cup?
3: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Him, too, bro.
6: Yeah.
0: Uh, I like tennis. Right? I love How's that they get mad at the line judges, Yeah, too. how
4: does the replay, they, best, they, the replay system work? It's the best replay system in all now yeah. It, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: With that whole court, right? With all the money. They, I mean, they got a queen sitting there. Right? I mean, they got actual prince and princess sitting front row and let alone all the other money in that sport, Rolex sponsorship, I guess they just have the whole floor censored. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. Smart. Oh.
3: They just throw up their hands. It takes literally 13 seconds, and then they're on to the next fucking I time. like,
1: though, on the replay how it's a computer-generated uh, graphic of the ball hitting the line. I'm like, what if he did that in football, and he had, like, a cartoon player yep. showing him that <laughs> he stepped out there of, of like, There was a lot of tweets. There was a lot of tweets about how
0: tennis has every single millimeter of the – uh, the court covered with a, a review. Right. The NFL has two old guys running ch- fucking chains. <laughs> 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 Billion dollar operation got chains running down. It's a great tweet. It wasn't mine. That was a good tweet. I don't. I if I remembered who it was, I would give him credit. But I love tennis, man. I love that match. I really did. And then Sunday night after Extreme Rules, I watched Dodgers Boston.
5: Oh yeah, good that, game. It was late night. Yeah, they were in twelfth
0: inning or something yeah. like that. 12th, whatchamacallit, 12-12 is what the thing went to, and then it went into the 12th inning of that Dodgers-Red Sox game. I'm like, hey, sports aren't bad, right? Now. Everybody says this is a dead time in sports. I disagree. Kawhi Leonard just walking off red carpets <laughs> telling <laughs> everybody to eat shit. Anthony Davis can't get to number 23 because of a LeBron-Nike
5: is. thing? Is that Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you, number three. Thank that God. happened to
4: Ocho Cinco a couple years ago. Remember when he wanted to change his name from Johnson to Ocho Cinco? He would have had to buy up all the jerseys that were Uh, already made.
1: Yeah, in the inventory. Yeah, from from
0: who?
4: Nike. I think it was Nike at the time. Whoever was doing the jerseys for the NFL time. That's on you.
0: Yeah. That, why is that on Ocho's I thinking? agree yeah, but that's like, the way
4: they do it that's
1: a risk you took when you pre-printed that many jerseys
0: I DTG that thing bro yeah <laughs> like small businesses have business. to do Yeah, we gotta pay a little bit more per shirt because we don't we, like, we don't want to take the risk we yeah. don't want the inventory because what if Diggs changed his fucking name to Diggs with a Z all of <laughs> a sudden <laughs> we gotta change the whole shirt ain't the right Diggs it's not what happened
4: <laughs> <laughs> it did happen but yeah I guess there's a deadline I think it was March 15th that you have to register by and say this is what I'm wearing for the upcoming year mm-hmm. so they can get there manufacturers so right? Anthony
3: Davis is or not getting 23? number not. three. Hilarious. Elementary
0: school days, he said. Taking yep. it back to elementary school days where he's still fucking probably seven foot tall. <laughs> Top? He's in Chicago? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Good oh, for yeah. him. Born he's not doing the USA FIBA thing. He wants to focus on the Lakers quest for a championship. That's good for he's him, Mark. Or he just didn't want to do it. I think it's in China, too. And a great Uh, PR spin is, I just want to focus on championship. (laughs) (laughs) He waived his $4 million bonus, too. At the beginning, they said he wouldn't do it, and then he did waive it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for sports, man. We're doing pretty good right now. Not bad. We are doing pretty good at conversating. Mm -hmm. I'd say whenever we get in a room and start talking to each other about things... The things that come out of each other's mouths is normally pretty good. And we're just heating up. Just heating up. Speaking of heating up, a company that's been on the rise since the very beginning, a thing that captivated the earth whenever they launched, Dollar Shave Club. You know those times when every day feels the same, like you're on autopilot, like you're a captain of a pilot plane, and you just click the button and it flies itself? No longer will that happen to you. How you're so caught up in your routine that you forget to take care of yourself? Well, Dollar Shave Club makes it easy to take care of yourself when that happens. Their quality products help me look, feel, and smell my best. Zito, you know anything about that?
2: Oh, yeah. Is that right? Oh, yeah.
0: Hmm. <laughs> What's going on here, guys? You tell us, bro. I don't know. I'm being I feel like you do one and two there, <laughs> but that third one just kind of slips through the cracks over there at the Zito residence. Sometimes I forget, but I get back to it. Because Dollar Shave Club has your back. Mm -hmm. I get everything I need from Dollar Shave Club without even stepping foot out of my house. Is that not incredible? I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for three years now. Pretty long time. It has been a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they ship everything right to your house that you need in the bathroom. It's not just shaving products anymore, although their executive razor is incredible. It's, yeah, it's the best. It is the best. It's got a nice weighty feel. Their Dr. Carver shave butter is see-through, so you can line yourself up in an <laughs> incredible so nice. fashion. Mm, yeah. But they also have toothpaste. How about that? Mm. And that toothpaste, by the way, can get sent to your house without you even having to reschedule it. <laughs> yeah. Dollar Shave Club is scheduling your toothpaste, so your mouth is nice. Zito, we should think about it. Thank you definitely not a compliment. (laughs) And as amazing as their shave stuff is, which we just talked about, Dollar Shave Club is more than just razors. They have body wash as well. How about some shampoo? The best shampoo. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need for the bathroom, and right now you can get a Dollar Shave Club starter set for just $5. That's Uh, almost $0. uh, What? Ugh. comes with everything you need for a great shave the executive razor shave shave butter and face cleanser you're gonna love it as much as I do get your starter set for just five dollars at slash America that's dollarshaveclub.com slash America go ahead and look feel and smell your absolute best with your friends at Dollar shave club Dollarshaveclub.com America which is where your show is being broadcasted from today let's get back to that we got some big news coming up too do we Big news. Mm. Pretty excited. All this flying around and meeting with people and shaking hands and uh, hopefully putting out pretty average content for you beautiful <laughs> people to listen <laughs> is about to pay off. I think we're about to hit uh, quite. This fall is going to be a busy one. A very, very busy one. I can't wait. But I think it's going to be electric. It's going to cool. be awesome. I'm, not, I'm honestly not going to be able to do much other than work for the entire fall thing, though. It's going to be an electric fall, though.
3: Best time of the year to work. Mm-hmm. True. It is. By far.
0: What else is there to do? Honestly,
1: nothing.
3: Nothing.
0: Pumpkin lattes.
1: Cook chili. Oh yeah, tell Big co- chili cooker. But yeah, when you're traveling, you can buy chili. I right hear. Oh, traveling. We're traveling a lot. Yeah, we just.
0: Are we traveling a lot That old? out there. Oh, Todd. Todd with <laughs> a little uh a little, sneak a little, a little, a little sneak peek. I'm pretty excited about our future in here, and I'm very proud of you guys, man. I mean we put well, in a lot of, you, of work. Bro. Yeah, of you, no, but also I mean we've put in a lot of work in here. It's not easy working here. I think that is something um, a lot of people don't see is I mean, honestly, whenever you have a boss who wants to buy an island <laughs> that is like $50 million, it is going to be tough to just take it the easy way through things. I mean, it's going to be very difficult. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what did you say today? All right, I'm seeing a, uh, a whiteboard on wheels. Hilarious. Do we have one of those? Let's go. We need one of those now. Let's get one of those now. It's wheeled it out here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ed, we didn't have
4: one. <laughs> Got one now. <down>, <laughs> Turned out we did. Prime day <laughs>
0: comes in <a> Thursday. <laughs> but I am. I'm very thankful for you guys and the listeners. I can't thank you enough. Mm-hmm. God damn! I don't know why you guys listen to us. Honestly, I mean we have the dumbest collection of brains in this. In probably. Hey, listen. I don't know. We don't. I don't know what we know more about space or the ocean, mm-hmm. but I do know we have the dumbest collection of brains in both of them if it's true where Agreed. we are at.
3: Yeah, well, you can't spell dumbest without best, so.
0: Great quote. Lock that. I just went and marked that. That's <laughs> a great quote. Um... And I'm very thankful for you guys, honestly. Thankful for you. And I'm thankful for the listeners, and I'm thankful for this life I'm living because I'm having a lot of fun with it. I mean, that Extreme Rules, I had a blast in there. I took a kendo stick to oh, the back. Shit, that was awesome. Dude. I took a kendo stick to the back from Matt Hardy, who's a WWE legend, by the way, because of the bully, Baron Corbin.
1: Yeah. Uh, He's a bully. He's a bully. The more I learn about that operation, the more I learn about each character involved. He is, is a bully. bully.
0: Don't be a bully. Be a star. Is a I- WWE quote. <laughs> and Baron Corbin refuses to listen.
3: I wouldn't want to take that to the back. If I we're mean, being he, honest here. I wouldn't want that what, to happen. But what
0: are you going to you me. Gonna do? What are you? What are you going to do when the cameras on?
4: How's what, it feel you, now?
0: I got quite a bruise backer. He did not yeah. hold back. A either. Quite a bru-
5: good looking welt. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Look, look at that. that. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> Those that
0: are on YouTube just
5: got a little shot of that <laughs> thing.
0: We are t- less than 24 hours later. That's what's happening. I'm sure it's only going to get worse. And that
4: one was different than yeah. what they were using in like the a- match. <laughs> you said you thought it might have been cooked up a little bit. I he, walked well, in juiced- with,
0: he walked in with that orange a kendo. juiced kendo stick. I, I've been watching WWE, WWF a long time. I've never seen an orange kendo stick used in the ring, out of the ring, anywhere in that world. He walks in with that orange kendo stick and just is like flipping it. I'm like, well... What the hell are you doing in here? And he goes, "Uh, you always wanted to be a sports entertainer. (laughs) Baron, you were not on the bill to be a part of this. You were not on the bill to be a part of this. Baron and I were very close whenever he played on the Colts, like very close. We played golf together. He was at my house for a little bit. I mean, we are very close, he and I, back in the day. And we always talked about how, if this all fails, we're going to follow our real passion, which is being sports entertainers. Wrestlers, we said, but... K Fabe, sports (laughs) entertainer. He bounced around, went to the Cardinals. I think he went somewhere else. And then he went straight to the performance center to follow his thing. And it was fun watching his entire growth because we literally talked about it when we were in the showers, like two naked dudes, him much larger than me. Hey, man. It would be cool to be a wrestler one, and we're sitting in like an NFL locker room. Yeah, it would be. It would be very cool. I got very lucky that the cannon on my hip lasted as long as it did in the NFL. I made a great living. Now I get to do this because I say stupid things on the internet. And he's done an incredible job with his growth in the WWE for NXT all the way up. Now he's fucking main eventing uh, pay per views, which is just so cool to watch as a friend. But when he walked in that watch along, he was not on the billing to be in that watch along. <laughs> Him holding that kendo stick, I knew wasn't good. Maybe maybe not for everybody in the room, but I knew that Kendo stick was was specifically for me. I was looking at that thing, I'm like, well, what's he doing there? Is he gonna hang it in the background? Like is this a, did he bring a did he bring a decoration for the set? This guy's a good guy. Old friend of mine. Not bad guy. Maybe a gift. But what I forgot was Baron Corbin's a bully. He's a bad guy. <laughs> That's what he is. Baron Corbin is a bad guy. I mean he bullied one of the Matt, uh, legends legends in, in the whole operation. Matt Hardy is still suffering from PTSD for having to hit me that hard with a kendo stick. <laughs> Damn shame. Because Baron Corbin bullied him into hitting me on the live watch along, leaving a welt on my back that I am going to feel. F- couldn't shower with warm water this morning. Oh. <laughs> couldn't sleep on my back last night. Don't worry about it. Matt Hardy is going to have flashbacks to that for the rest of his life, having to do that to me right there in front of the Philly pretzel factory in Fink's Hokies. <laughs> 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 he hit the shit out of me, man. Took oh, it like a champ, Took it like a champ. I, so,
1: he took a full swing. So in my
0: head, okay, in my head, as I'm bending over, and Ollie's like tuck your head bro Ollie very nice guy by the way came in with a red solo cup I think he had a red Bull in it he was ready to go that guy the last time he came on the watch along it was right after a match and he was dead tired mm-hmm. and he left and I was like oh, Ollie's kind of like a low-key guy chill guy he kind of, kind of got, doesn't have a lot of energy I don't care if he ever comes back like in my head right <laughs> I'm like oh, Ollie I, he's a motivational guy I watch him cut promos he was a Chicago officer of the law like I'm a big fan of his character as a uh as a wrestler but then when he came into that watch along it was like you could tell he wanted to get out of there he just got out of a massive moment at WrestleMania or Fastlane, too. so I should have accounted for that, but I'm not smart enough to. So then whenever he came in this one, he had all this energy. I was like, I fucking love this all guy. I, I want everybody to... I love this All-League great. Too. Great. Yeah. Energy. He yeah. stole a hat from us. Funny. Funny. <laughs> he was great. And he started screaming to me like, tuck your head, dude. Tuck, put your head down. Always put your head down. I'm like, oh, that's a good call. And then when I put my head down, I'm like, I should no-sell this thing. Which means, in the wrestling world, no-sell means whenever you get like punched in the face, you just... You just act as if it didn't happen. Ultimate Warrior used to do it all the time. Hulk Hogan used to do it all the time. You just act as if nothing happened. Other wrestlers hate you for it, but for me, I thought it'd be a legendary moment just to no-sell that thing right there on live on the stream. Because I knew it was gonna be good internet, by the way. As soon as I was told to to lift my shirt up and bend over. (laughs) And there is a WWE. That's always good internet. Yeah, always the internet is (laughs) the internet is right for that moment. I was like, this is gonna be seen by some. I know this is gonna be seen by some people immediately as soon as it starts happening. So I bend over. I was like, I can look like a gangster and just no-sell this thing. And before I could even get that thought through my head, uh, Hardy did a countdown. It was the quickest countdown of all time. It was either countdown or count up. It was either three, two, one or one, two, three. It was one or the other I don't remember, but I remember him not saying the last number and just whack and i I felt the shriek pain through my back, down my spine through my butthole right through my heel, and I was like. Oh, that, that, we're not no-selling that thing. <laughs> I drop right down to a knee in the watch-along. The purpose of the watch-along is for people to watch the pay-per-view with us watching it. Alistair Black had just won his comeback match yeah. on a pay-per-view, and the only thing I could think of saying was like, Congrats Alex, boy Because <laughs> I wanted to I you know I wanted to congratulate him NXT I was happy for him but man it was hard to breathe there for a while boys that was hard to breathe I think Vertebrae eleven and twelve got, got potentially
4: busted out there. What hurt think- more the sting or the impact? Ooh.
0: The sting. It was the sting because it caught my arm. This is the this was the really painful part. Was the arm because it's like the end of a roller coaster when you're in the last car. Oh, yeah. It's like supposed to be like the whippy one. The arm caught the tail end of it. It just whack. I mean, it, the arm was sore, but the sting of the back. I've always been a guy. I don't like backslap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think anybody does. by no, like, the Yeah, I don't think anybody does. I've never been a big fan of the backslash Oh well, yeah, don't fucking touch me. Well, aside from that, I don't I don't mind the kinship. You know, if, if you want to give me a little back slap and say, hey, good job. I'm all yeah. about an attaboy. But I don't like the slaps. Ooh, and then when that thing hit me, it was just like, it felt as if it was the hardest slap I've ever got in my back. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> Hold it together.
4: Hold it together. That's Dump. like uh, when I was 16 we used to wrestle, Elias and I on the trampoline in the backyard. We did the whole backyard wrestling thing and we would take uh, tiki torches oh, and yeah. step on them and crack them and make them into our own homemade kendo sticks. And I got hit in the head with one of those one time and I was concussed.
0: Corey Graves told me, to f- Graves told me I should have fed my head. No. He said, you should have fed your forehead. It wouldn't have hurt as bad. I'm like, Corey Graves, you're literally a commentator now because you had concussion. Or shit. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is why you were doing it. I took one clean shot to that, and it was instant concussion. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. So
0: you know the, the post of a hockey goal? Yeah, Like the plastic, the hard plastic ones that are, mm-hmm. uh, I took one of those right to the ribs as a kid in my first trampoline match. I cried as a kid. I was like 12 years old. Hit me with that thing. Whoa. And I, it, I had flashbacks to that whenever that thing hit me in the back. I just would like it to be known. I think I took it okay. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I didn't squeal. That was the one thing. I was like, there's a lot of mics around. Don't squeal. Don't squeal. And when Jeff Jarrett came in, cool dude, by the
4: way. Very cool. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Everybody that comes in there seems to be awesome. And I don't know if they're putting on a front for the camera. I don't care, because that's all I know them as, is the people that come in and watch. Everybody's so nice over there, man. WWE is so nice to me. Great people. It's not supposed to be either. I mean, granted, they almost kicked me off a show. (laughs) You know, there's high-tension moments there. But they're all so nice to me over there. I wonder what the future holds with WWE. I honestly do. Everything else in my future is kind of clearing up right now. Everything, sure. Everything is kind of, the question marks are kind of disappearing, like, hey, this is what you're going to be doing. But the WWE one, there's just one giant question mark. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing with WWE. Everything's always like, Yeah, we should talk about this at some point. We should talk about this. Well,
4: that's the one. There, there's so many avenues to go within that company. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: It's so many. I and mean, it's th- like they're still learning with you because- you just keep gaining. Um, i getting favor mem- with the fans. And I'm whatnot.
0: getting momentum like it, in that yeah, company. I so really feel
3: like you know I am. What, you know what you are to them? You're like the the kid who's coming out of high school. You don't. They don't know there's position, right. so you're just listed as an ath. Versatile. Ath. Yep. <laughs> <pile. laughs> A-T-H. Five star ath. We got
0: a utility kid in here. Probably four star, not five star. <laughs> if I was a five star ath, he would have done something with me. But it is it is very interesting because. I feel like I have pretty good relationships with people that make some decisions in there. Not ultimate, the ultimate decision, but I feel like, like I feel like Mr. H and I have a pretty good relationship, right? And I feel like Michael Cole and I have a pretty good relationship, and Pelagato, who runs their digital, we have a pretty good relationship. And I think it's all just kind of like they have so many talented human beings over there, though. If you look at that watch-along, those are all people that aren't being used in the show.
5: That's what I was also winning favor with the locker room that quickly because I feel like that would be almost a little bit harder because you come in and you're – It's an earn your stripes thing. Yeah, exactly.
0: It is. And Nikki tweets. I talked to Nikki tweets a little bit. And the first thing he did because I missed the last watch-along because we were doing our comedy tour. And Foxy wasn't with me this time. They were like, he was like, Where's Foxy? I was like, Foxy's editing the comedy tour right now. He's got a lot of shit going on. So I gave him like the weekend off or whatever. And he was like, Oh, yeah, how'd the comedy tour go? I can play for I was like, Good. He was like, Are you selling that special? I was like, I think so. Yeah. He's like, You go to Netflix, man? I was like, Nikki, that'd be great. Nikki, Netflix would be awesome. He was like, Well, do it. Why don't you do it? I was like, Well, in the comedy world, just like in the wrestling world, you kind of got to earn your stripes. Like I feel like there's a big like you got to earn your stripes type thing. I never did the open mics and I never did the feature and I never did the road warrior type stuff and I completely understand the fact why some comedy scouts or comedy people look down upon me. They're like oh, this guy didn't take the long road. This guy hasn't perfected his craft hasn't done that and those people are ultimately the people that are making the decisions at Netflix and HBO and Showtime and Comedy Central. All these people are making the decisions so whenever they're told like hey this guy who's a former punter who does a podcast now has a second comedy special coming out he's only been on the stage less than 30 times <laughs> it's, it's kind of a scary thing for these people when i would just argue like hey just watch the fucking yeah, clips just right? watch hey saga. just watch the clips bro yeah. but it's hard to do that so that's why we just sell everything we do by the way is just fuck them we'll mm-hmm. do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. and that i i
1: Seems to be working
0: out. Todd was asked to write a title if I was to write a book about my life, what it would be, and it's something that stuck with me forever. Todd said that if there was a book written about me, the title should be "Fuck 'em, I'll do it myself," and that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what yeah. the comedy special is. Spot yeah. on. We're filming it, we're editing it right now, and then mm-hmm. we're just gonna sell that thing. I'll tell you what's the most unique comedy special you'll ever see. Ooh, that's a great way inside, to describe. It. I swear, is too. that great to describe? I don't know if that's good. There's nothing like it yeah just it, because I all the different good. acts we have like there's it's it's very unique i'm pretty I'm pretty excited the sets did well with the crowds yes because mm-hmm. I've never so unlike other comedians where I think by the way I think this is a gift and a curse, other comedians they get to go around and practice their set and trim it up and kind of see what works and what doesn't work and kind of get the kinks out. For me, my first time telling those stories at a stage was literally Pittsburgh in front of a couple thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea in my head, I'm like, ah, these are funny stories. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, I think they'll laugh at this point. I think they'll laugh at this point. Mm-hmm. And then when you get on stage, you start talking and they start laughing at a point you're like, oh, I didn't expect them to laugh this well. I got to take a little break here then. All right. How do we get back into the story now? Okay, let's do it. And it's kind of a, I've, enjo- I've always said that stand-up comedy to me, is such a fun mental obstacle course for me because I get into these holes and I got to get myself out of. It's like, all right, where the fuck are you going from here? Because sometimes I have no clue where I'm going. I have no clue what people are going to like. I have no clue what they're not going to like. I have no idea what I should dig deeper on. I have no idea what I should, oh, I should get through this a little quicker because, oh, I thought they were going to like this more than they're liking it. They're not right. liking it that much. Okay, we got to go next. For me, it's like a, a mental obstacle course up there. Yeah,
1: it and, really is. And all
0: I want is the people up there just to fucking have the night of their life. And I feel like, I feel like I've succeeded every single time I've won on stage. That's all I try to do is just have people have a good time. 100%. And this isn't like something where you're just going to watch someone on stage, walking back and forth, telling jokes. Like literally we have special guests. Yes. We have a Q and a,
2: we have your jokes. Like there's so many different elements. So that's why I say it's unique.
0: Well, and it's, it's 2019 right now. So getting somebody just to sit there and watch, like I love a lot of the comedians that get stand up specials and I try to watch them and then I'm like 15 minutes in. And I'm like, all right, I'm about to pass out right now. Yes. Because we live in a world where everything is just, especially comedy, because Twitter's funny, Instagram's mm-hmm. funny, IG stories are funny, videos that are four minutes long are funny. There's so much funny in the world mm-hmm. to just watch somebody stand there for an hour and be funny. It's like, yeah, I agree. You're, you are an incredibly talented person, but I need like a little bit of a, I need an optic, I need to keep this thing optically pleasing. I need oh, yeah. to That's see something.
1: That's why people are going to enjoy the special I think so. extra because. It's for consuming online. Yes. And I mean, that's that's a thing. And people have been saying this for a long time. Tom Griswold told me this one time, and some other people, like other comedian Bobby Kelly said it when he called in. Like, stand-up comedy is really meant to be viewed live. Yes. I mean, it's not meant to be viewed on TV or online. It doesn't feel the same, because you oh, can't yeah. feel what the audience is feeling. But how you put it together, it is... TV show that features
0: stand-up comedy. comedy. Yeah, it's kind That's of, exactly what it is. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's nothing uh, like that. Uh, but it is a pretty cool thing. I had a lot yeah. of fun on that tour, though. I think we had a lot it was of fun. A it was awesome. It. And the crowds are incredible. Mm-hmm. And it is a true story that there's nothing like being in the audience because right. there's there could be something happening in the audience that you don't even know That is really changing the entire thing or the environment. It's this hot, Mm -hmm. it's this cold, this type of thing's happening. You know, there's just so much to feeling alive. Yes.
4: Well, plus, like when you go to a show like that and you sit in the audience, you're committing to that for the next hour. You're not looking at your phone, you're not looking at your computer, you're not talking to your your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever it is. It's just you and the entertainer, just focused. Yeah. So you can't do that at home.
0: So a potential callback that you might have missed is something that you were whenever you did a scroll or something on your phone, Mm -hmm. you missed a setup to something. Mm -hmm. There's just I think it's a whole new world. I love stand-up comedy. I very much enjoy doing it, but I never call myself a stand-up comedian because I don't. I'm not a road warrior out there. I don't do the the whole stand-up comedian thing.
1: No, yeah. I mean, you're a stand-up comedian. You no, I get up
0: there and tell stories.
1: You're definitely a storyteller. Yeah. But that's that's what comedy is now, pretty much. I mean, do you look at Bert Kreischer? All the you know Bill Burr, like all the people that really crush <laughs> Kevin it. Hart, they're yeah, Kevin. They're telling stories. He sells stadiums out.
0: Yes. So yes. at the Eagles stadium. Yeah twice i think
1: and the traditional model's dying i mean you you don't no longer you no longer want to put all your eggs in one basket i don't think
0: one particular network still told can. one I mean, particular was- network told me that they could see how i could potentially be funny <laughs> 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 whenever they were talking about filming this special potentially <sighs> ca set me up on this call and I hung up on him.
5: I as, said, as you should have. Yeah,
0: I, we could potentially see how you could be funny. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I got somewhere I got to be. Just hung up. <laughs> so then the CAA agent had to call me afterwards and was like, uh, the potentially could be funny line? I was like, yep. They're like, say no more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck them. But I'm excited for people to see it. It's also why we haven't posted the interviews right. from Shazier, pac Pac-Man. Um, and uh, maurice claret Claret. it's because it's going to be a part of that Mm -hmm. we'll release it all at some point but we gotta put together this thing because i think it could be something special i think it could be cool and our fall is going to be awesome Mm -hmm. one member that was on that tour is no longer with us Mm -hmm. and it was something that rattled all of us but we're happy for him mr jeffrey gorman has decided to move on to greener pastures. He said he wants to find something that's more for him. He didn't really feel as if this internet life was mostly for him. The guy has done everything in this world. He's self-described gypsy, He's uh, he moves along, he literally does everything. And I think he's at the point of his life where he wants to find his forever home. And he said he didn't think this was it. We are so very thankful and grateful for what he's done for us. The Lou Holtz impersonation is something I'll remember forever. Uh, whenever he got on the microphone, he was very funny. He's a friend of all of ours still, uh, but we wish him nothing but luck in whatever he decides to do. I'm excited for him. Uh, and he's just, he literally walked out the other day. <laughs> yeah, he, <does>. he did. <laughs> I mean, it was a wild scene. I wasn't even here because I was literally getting back in town from business. The boys told me, hey, have you heard from Gorman yet? I said, no, what happened? And they said, well, he said he had to step out for a second, and then he just never came back. Mm-hmm. And then I got an email saying that it, was, it would be too hard to do. He just wants to go find his thing. He's grateful. He's thankful. He just wants to go find his forever home. And I said, hey, man, good luck with everything. Because yeah. it, was, it was an interesting thing. He blocked almost everybody on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the internet was a whole new world for him. It literally was as if like the gold rushers were trying to get to California and they were just uh, uh, like finding something new and it was just for him, the internet was a whole new place and uh, I think he enjoyed it. I think he enjoyed it. Did but
4: not he- appreciate the mom joke.
0: I mean, Nick is potentially the reason why this happened. <laughs> no, I'm <joking>.
4: Probably 50%.
0: <laughs> no, but I am... I am I'm, I was very lucky that Gorman was at the Colts. Whenever he was there, when I was there, we were very lucky that Gorman came here. I'm happy he went on tour with us, uh, but I'm excited to see what he does next. Yeah, I'll be sure pulling for him. Sure, he's yeah. gonna do great things. I'll be pulling for him. But he he said he's he, this wasn't the right fit for him. Which, okay, man. You know, he was interesting, though. He never talked to us much off the mic, right? He, like, saved everything for on the microphone. And we live in this business where we're around each other a lot. We're Ideas here are, are worth more than anything else. I'm a big idea guy. I enjoy That's why I have dry erase boards everywhere. It's like, I want to see things. I want to hear things. Let's chat, open dialogue. And he was almost always kind of very to himself doing research. And then when the mic friends would come on, he would come do it. And I wonder if I should have been a little bit more like, hey, come join us in this conversation, maybe with film more. But I do believe the internet in and of itself kind of scares him and it's not the place he wants to live forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm pulling for him, though. And also Boston Connor is dealing with personal things still. Mm-hmm. We've said this on numerous occasions. Some people haven't heard it. Boston Connor is not a guy who quit or got fired. He's a guy who's dealing with personal things right now in Boston. We also miss Connor, by the mm-hmm. way, just for future reference. Everybody says, well, I miss Boston Connor. We miss Boston Connor as well. I'm eager and excited for his return to our office. Uh, he just has some things that he has to deal with, honestly. Mm-hmm. That is. That is something that is very personal with him. If I dive deeper into that, I feel like I'd be doing him a disservice and doing everybody else a disservice. I'll let him tell his story whenever he comes back. We're excited for him to do that. And uh, this fall is gonna be incredible. That's Can't all wait. well all said. Sad. That is that yeah. is I'm excited for it, you know? That really is. We're gonna miss Gorman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: We're gonna yeah. miss Gorman. We have missed Connor, mm-hmm. but we're excited for our future. We got massive things coming. And I think Gorman probably does too, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. sure. He'll be fine. He's a guy who is full speed ahead at yeah. all times. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. So, if you could send an at Hey Gorman a little thanks and say, Hey, man, thanks, thanks for everything for the you times, do. We you appreciate know? you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the yeah. laughs and good luck in everything you do. And Boston Connor can also take your well wishes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not in jail. A lot of people have asked if he's in yeah, jail. He's not in jail. See. He did not get in trouble. There's just some, some personal stuff going on. Yeah. And uh, well,
2: sometimes
1: life happens, man.
0: That I mean, is true. Yeah. And we live in this world though, where our listeners are family, we're friends, we literally are a team in this whole thing. that's why I call everybody a team. So I appreciate everybody's concerns about him because if anybody, else, if I went missing, I would hope that people would do the same thing. <laughs> I would hope. Nope. I think they would. I would hope. Yeah. By the way, I found that island. Forty-six million dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Forty-six mil. Well, let's get to work,
1: boys. <laughs> Are we going to name the island Obtainable?
0: (laughs) Because it's unobtainable. (laughs) Hey, 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 (laughs) hey, hey. We just did a fist bump. Uh, I'm going to disappear one day. Just know that. (laughs) My mom was staying at my brother's house in front of my property this weekend because um, my brother and his girlfriend are socialites, and they go out every day. (laughs) It's incredible. Jay's living his best life. I'm so happy for him. Honestly, I am. If you were seeing seen this guy in Pittsburgh versus this guy in Indianapolis, it's just... Night and day. He's had a complete <coughs> rebirth. I'm, he's, he came out of the cave like Jesus when he came <laughs> to Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm so happy for him. Got
4: There's, a new haircut?
0: New haircut, new everything, new life, new friends, new everything. I, his friends in Pittsburgh, he's still friends with, but they lived a very different life than his friends out here live. I mean, his friends out here go out, I, I feel like, every single night. Jay is potentially out every single night. This weekend, he went on a trip with his girlfriend. It was her birthday. They were celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday to her. And... Uh, uh, my mom stayed at the house to watch his uh, pet lion and cat that he has. Mm-hmm. He has a, a pit bull that's n- north nice. of 150 pounds. Yeah. Six foot three, hailing from. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's a he's a monster animal. And I was pulling out, and my mom was pulling in. I was like, "Oh, I don't know, if you're staying here." You know, I was pulling out of the house, and she goes, "Yeah, I gotta watch the animals or whatever the kid, the, the grand pups or whatever my mom calls it." And she goes, "You need to stop saying you're gonna die young." And I was like, Mom, it's going to happen. I mean, we all know it's going to happen. You watched what I did to myself. I mean, it's just, I I got no shot. And she's like, but as your mother, I don't like hearing that. I was like, well, Mom, how about this? If I fake my death and disappear, I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, well, that's very nice of you. I (laughs) (laughs) I got you, Mom. Just like Avicii. Just like Avicii. That letter that Avicii's parents wrote. Read it and think he's alive while reading it. They're like, oh, he's at peace now. Yeah,
4: yeah, Sally wouldn't let that slip either. Sally? Yeah. She would take it to the grave. Sally
0: would take it to the grave. She is, oh, I thought I was going to Philadelphia. She read off about five storylines, headlines, bad things happen. (laughs) 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 Sally hates everybody and everything. Anybody could get it if Sally (laughs) back is around. (laughs) Anybody. But if she loves you, she loves you. But boy, if you're on the wrong side of Sally McAfee, you're never getting back. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. <right? laughs> I would like it to be known. I don't know where this is falling in the podcast. I don't know what Ty's doing. it. Maybe right off of Jump Street. Brian Baldinger Yep. of Baldy's Breakdowns. He's this guy. Is that his, is that his name? Just,
5: it's Baldinger. Yeah, but just say the it way faster. You, the way you separate. I don't know his name. I follow him.
0: He's good. He does good videos on the internet. He breaks down offensive line play, which I don't know a lot about, so I watch it to learn. He stated in a video on the Twitter, hashtag Baldi's Breakdown, break down, that Laramie Tunzel is the best young left tackle in the game, potentially going to be the greatest of all time. Laramie Tunzel, if you do recall, <laughs> was the tackle from Old Miss that I told Chuck Pagano on draft night, had the greatest lungs I've ever seen in my entire life because <laughs> a video was leaked of him hitting a gas mask, one that I had hit in the past and didn't cough one cough after hitting that thing. His stock was dropping with the quickness everywhere. Everybody's like, oh, can't draft Laramie Tunzo. Well, he's a red flag. I was on a complete opposite end of the spectrum. Chuck, those lungs on that guy hitting <laughs> that gas mask and not coughing one time. He might be in better shape than Lance Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Phelps, Lance Armstrong, Laramie Tunzel. (laughs) And now it's coming to be be true. Maybe I am a football scout. Maybe I should get in the front office of things. I think
3: you could be easily.
0: Yeah, good scout. It's the little things that I notice. Mm -hmm. It's the little things that I, I pick for when I'm betting games. Oh, this guy looks like he's gonna be in a good mood. Oh, this guy hates this team because mm. last year, his girlfriend, he's gonna dominate. Normally it comes to fruition, by the way.
4: The real yes. intangibles. Yeah.
0: I do. Yeah. You can measure a 40. Yeah. You know? Ugh. You can measure the size of somebody's hands. Anybody mm. can look at stats. stats. But you can't measure spite, bro.
4: No. <laughs> Hell no.
0: Cannot measure spite. <laughs> but you can measure lungs when you see a guy hit a gas <laughs> mask <laughs> and not cough was insanity that's gonna be part of the combine next year oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right sit in this room do you know how to put this together that's the first test no okay good he's not a massive pothead <laughs> we're now going to put this steamroller onto the front of this uh air force gas mask here we're going to like this cover the end you're going to inhale just breathe and then it's going to fill the mask up let's see how you take it <laughs> That's normal.
4: Well, he had four coughs on his Laramie Tunzel, so we know we uh, we got some work to do there.
6: <laughs> on his Laramie Tunzel,
4: Wonderlick. <laughs> Tunzel, forty yard dash,
0: the new NFL Combine. Before we move into this next topic, I have an announcement to make. <clears throat> As summer sizzles, do you feel like you're cooking in your clothes? Mm-hmm. If you can't handle the heat, you need new underwear. And Tommy John has the perfect solution. Tommy John's innovative cool cotton underwear for men and women is a summer must-have. It's like your own on-body air conditioner. Tommy John's cool cotton fabric features breathable, lightweight fibers that keep you two to three times cooler and dry, four to five times faster than regular-ass cotton. Hmm. Their men's underwear features a contour pouch to keep you neat and nestled. Plus, their quick-draw fly for rapid deployment saves you 217 Uh minutes of unnecessary fumbling per year. Wow. Stats, numbers, time saved. Wow. Tommy John. Tommy John men's and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee. Hmm. Say hello to your new friend nerds. All their underwear comes in a range of styles and fabrics that are suited to your entire summer wardrobe. The legs never ride up, the waistbands never roll down, and their unique design ensures there's no pinching or bunching ever. Tommy John is so sure you're going to love the fit and feel that it's all backed by their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. That means if you don't love your first pair, you'll get a full refund from Tommy John. No adjustment needed. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Pat now to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Pat for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Pat. I wish I wore them Sunday night Uh. at Extreme Rolls in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You're going to hear about that. I forgot to pack them. I had to buy underwear at the place I was at, Uh. and you saw me sweating. Everybody saw me sweating. I had Tommy John on two to three times cooler, four to five times faster. And that's what Tommy John does. And they keep you nestled like, uh, like a real champion. Oh, yeah. Real nice. Tommy John underwear is the best. You should get on board. TommyJohn.com slash Pat for 20% off. Now, let us blow your mind with this next topic. You know who I know was a good guy? Bob, Bob Ross. Ross yeah. yeah. His paintings, by the way, have been found. They're still not for sale, but they've been found. Really? I'm thinking just like in that Dana White, Robbie Fox interview, when I get wealthy enough, those Bob Ross paintings are going to have a home. Oh, <laughs> a whole room? Right, right above my office. This is the first fucking happy tree that was ever... <laughs> you see this right here? It wasn't an accident. It was just a happy mistake. You turned it into a fucking owl. Look at this. That's what I think my art's going to be. If I Because I think what happens, you get very wealthy. Sure. And then you get into art. Yep. Yeah, you have to, I think. Because you have to dump your money into something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, it'll be Bob Ross paintings. And I honestly...
4: I don't think there's any better uh, art to buy than that. Well, it's a great investment, right? You're not going to lose money in the art. It, no, you know, it, it doesn't really depreciate. Is.
0: Well, the only thing that could make it depreciate is if something terrible comes out about Bob Ross. <laughs> not
4: happening. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> banking boy. on the fact yeah, that no Bob
0: way. Ross beat the devil out of those brushers, oh, yeah. but nothing in his real life. And that's what I'm banking on. I can't wait to be a Bob Ross art collector.
3: Are they expensive? That would be Bob awesome. Rosses. Not for sale. What?
0: Yeah, right now they're currently not for sale. There's an article last week that came out that a lot of the Bob Ross paintings have been found, and they are not for sale.
2: Was there like a heist?
0: I don't know. I think there were maybe family had them or something. Like, I, oh, I think okay, something I happened. Maybe production. I don't know. It was just an article that got tweeted to me from somebody. Yeah. They were like, hey, big news here on the Bob Ross, the best American painter of all time. Probably in the world, but American for sure. Bob Ross paintings have been found. Early Bob Ross paintings have been found. Still not for sale was the, like, mm. the, the basically the gist of the entire article. And I just would like to think that I'm going to make enough money that they will be for sale.
3: Second question. Uh, see you live.
0: No, no. Rest in
1: peace, Bob Ross. Tragic. Mm-hmm. So those paintings oh, no. are just going to get up yeah. in value yeah,
0: year after year. A lot year. of people that die, though. I mean, I'm thinking Bob Ross never did anything, right? He seems like the nicest soul. Like in him not- and Mr. Rogers.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not coming out I feel now. like we would have known by now. Yeah, that's yeah. sw- what that's what I think. Yeah. I think we would have found something yeah. out by now.
0: Thomas Edison, did he do anything bad?
1: I'm pretty sure. He
4: was, he was generally considered to be a prick. Yeah.
0: But we still use lights, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: we do. It seems like
0: it's only convenient whenever somebody does something terrible that we decide to ban everything. Yeah, the there. there's
1: a fine line there on how great whatever they came up with <laughs> yep. was. Or, Electricity. Was what they did. Yeah, he's
0: a fucking terrible guy, but
1: love power. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's always like I always had this dilemma, like like what if. Hitler was the one who created Reese's Cups so I'd be like oh, <laughs> oh, man. I'm not supposed to eat Reese's Cups but-
0: by the way I think we put Reese's Cups down yeah, <laughs> yeah. now electricity yeah, that no, would be a tough pill to fucking swallow yeah. every time you flip the switch you're like <laughs> 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 gotta do it though you think the Amish had beef with him The Amish are holding out because of how bad of a person Benjamin Franklin was. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. You're 100% right. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) talks about that. The Amish are holding out against the people that created electricity. Good for them. Bad for them. They finally forgive them. (laughs) Sailboats also. Big time holding out against
3: electricity. Ben Franklin. There was a lot of bodies uh, discovered in his basement.
0: Are oh, you I being serious? That, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some questions cadavers. there. Mm-hmm. Cadavers. A lot of people we, say no, he they just weren't saying stu- they were he, cadavers. He
2: studied oh,
1: anatomy. Some people theorize. So the story goes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh well, couldn't a fucking. What's his face said that the dude, uh, the terrible, terrible, terrible guy found skulls in his house. Yeah. Baron Gordon. Corbin. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey Dahmer that's who Dahmer yeah. not Baron Corbin <laughs> Baron
0: Corbin bad guy Tom Pestock good dude Baron Corbin
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay Fade, bro but uh, Dahmer had a bunch of- couldn't he have just went with the cadaver thing
1: yeah, especially if he would have done it that long ago, yeah, because there would be such a gap in, you know, information release.
0: No records on, yeah. oh, this person went missing. Oh.
1: Right. You, yeah. When you disappeared then, you were just gone. Yeah. Todd
3: theorized that, you know, Ben wasn't going to go out there and hold the key himself in a fucking lightning storm. So <laughs> he said about 15 <laughs> <laughs> other people had to get fucking struck by lightning before electricity. <laughs> uh, a lot of fried bodies in the basement.
0: Imagine just standing on top of the hill. Now that we know what we know, uh, imagine just standing on top of the hill with metal just right above your head. Like, <laughs> trying to get struck. Jeez. And the fa- I, had a, I played college with a guy named Boo McClee. Kevin Boo McClee. Yeah? The legend is that he was struck by lightning twice. <laughs> <laughs> with the name I Boo. Good-
3: Normal you are.
0: He was an incredible football player. Did some things off the field not exactly... Uh, Morally, morally accepted. Mm. I think he sold some drugs and stuff, but allegedly got struck by lightning twice. Wow! He was an electric football player. I'm the worst, the absolute worst. Uh, Speaking of conspiracy theories, went ahead, went in on Bob Lazar. Lazar, you name it, incredible. This guy, if you haven't seen the documentary on Netflix, go ahead and just fast forward to the end of this show. (laughs) There's about to be some spoilers. Nick told me right to my face, because I watched Unacknowledged a year ago. Oh, really? And I said, hey, everybody needs to watch this Unacknowledged. It was a lot of the Brits that were high up in the Navy and stuff like that saying, oh, we have this documented UFO sighting. We have this alien thing, this, 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 and this. And I watched it, and I came in here, and I was like, yo, Unacknowledged completely flipped the script on me. I'm 100% in on aliens. I'm 100% out on Bigfoot, by the way. What, oh, what happened? Yeah, that Why happened. Is that? I was sitting on a runway in Philadelphia. And we, we landed early, 20 minutes early. Oh, nice. Okay, pilot gave us an announcement. We, we have arrived 20 minutes early. But since we we're 20 minutes early, there was no jetway ah, for us it's to the get to. worst. Mm. So we sat there. And then our jetway that was supposed to open up, the plane that left had a maintenance problem, had to go back. So we were just sitting there for like 40, 45 minutes. So we're actually 25 minutes late in the grand scheme. Of <laughs> 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 Should have just showed up on time, Mr. Pilot. Neither here nor there. And I got to thinking. I was just sitting there with my thoughts. Front row, no big deal, first class. Had a lot of room with the legs, spread the legs out. And uh, for some reason, it just hit me to start thinking about the Bigfoot. And by the time we got to the jetway, I took a step onto the jetway, and I said, yep. I'm officially over Bigfoot. I'm all the way out. I went hunting in the hills of Georgia for Bigfoot with a deaf guy in Confederate Steve. He had Confederate flags all over him. My dad told me that if I died, it was my fault. I went to the woods with a guy with Confederate flags all over him. <laughs> and I went Bigfoot hunting with a deaf guy, which uh, 90% of Bigfoot hunting, by the way, yep. is audio. <laughs> so it was a it was a bad decision. We did not find Bigfoot that night. But I was a believer. I have a Bigfoot sculpture at my house. You do. Yeah. yeah. But... I felt like since I gained so much alien conspiracy push.
4: Oh. Aliens are hot right now.
0: That I don't so what I don't even think it's a conspiracy anymore, brother. I don't even think aliens are a conspiracy. We'll get to it. I think my conspiracy limit was maxed out with the aliens, that the Bigfoot one just got dropped off. And by the time I got off of that 45-minute wait, 25-minute late from our uh, scheduled arrival, I walked off that plane and I said, I'm done with the Bigfoot. Huh. I sent a text to Sam, actually. I said, I'm out on Bigfoot. And she said, did you mean to send this text to me? I said, yeah, I just want to let you know. I'm out on Bigfoot. And she goes, how the fuck did this happen? I'm like, well, I'm all in on the aliens. So when you're all in on something, mm-hmm. you got to be all out on something else. That's right. In uh, Sasquatch, uh, old uh, Bigfoot, mm-hmm. old uh, Yeti. Yeti, old uh, Imbomitable snowman. snowman, old uh, Satchmo, old uh, and Hendersons. So that's where we stopped. <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to make it. I'm all the way out on that now. And it was a good run. I had a good run with Bigfoot. I mean, it took me into places that I never sure. thought I'd go into the hills with a guy. <clears throat> it was just, it shouldn't have been in hills with. This guy was a recluse. <laughs> He's been hunting Bigfoot for 25 years. He's only seen it a few times, which, yeah, did he? You know, it's just, I'm to the point where I'm out on it. But because of this Bob Lazar laser, is it Lazar or Lazar? Lazar. 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 Lazar this Bob Lazar. Documentary. It'd be cooler if it was
4: Lazar. Yeah, I would. Bobby Lazar? You kidding uh, me? Fucking. Robert Lazar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bob Lazar. Completely put me all in. Not that I wasn't, by the way. I'm a big alien guy to begin with. People ask me who I want to see, who I want to meet. Alien's always one of the first answers. My new first answer for human used to be Steve Jobs. Now it's Jesus, because I got some questions, want to clear some shit up. Because okay, mm-hmm. if I get those answers directly, I feel like I can solve the world's problems pretty quickly. You know what I mean? I think like hey mm. people, people are saying a lot of things about you. I just need to know if they're true or not. Can uh can you just tell me a couple things? You walk on water ever? Uh no, I actually was a uh it was a sand <laughs> what are those things sandbar, sandbar. <laughs> sandbar actually. It so looked as if he would I was have on him. a jet ski. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. No. By the way. Not a problem. I just want don't feel bad about this. How about this? Did you do this, this, and this? And if he goes, no, 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 I go, thank you so much. This is going to clear up a lot of wars that are currently happening right now. A lot of tension happening. And a lot of people that are sitting at church getting powed and knocked unconscious. <laughs> like, I, I think this will clear a lot of things.
2: Up. I feel like if you ask him questions, he's off the record kind of guy. This would definitely be off the record with Jesus. That's okay. All, only one person needs to know.
0: I only need a selfie with him, though. So it, so, so it legitimizes that yeah. I talk to him at some point. Yeah, agreed. You'd yes. be a prophet. But,
3: he, oh, yep, hey, true pretty cool. I talked to Jesus. Prophets are pretty high up there yeah. in the ranking system. Yeah. When I get
0: to write my own chapter in a book, the,
2: yeah. the sequel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if I think you older, write if you're your an own apostle. A uh, what?
5: And if you're one of the apostles, if he anointed you as an apostle, then you'd be able to.
0: He's the right answer, though, right? Wait,
5: working at an mm-hmm. apostle?
0: Yeah, yeah. Me and Jesus will oh, work at Air Apostle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll become an apostle, and then I'll write a postal about people doing crazy stuff. It makes you,
1: sense that he would be involved with Air Apostle. Because the clothes are for very skinny people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you would have a whole other se- section. I'd You'd be able be- to write my own book. Would like would uh, be John- a.m. after the meeting, after Pat, after some, something. Mm. It'd be like Joseph oh, yeah.
0: Smith. I'd be able to write my own thing. Hell yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. After like Pat- a spinoff. After <laughs> meeting A-M-P, AMP. Yes, yes. This would be a spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. Anyway, or he says, yeah, I did do all those things. Yeah. And then I'd come out swinging, by the way, for my guy. Mm-hmm. I just want to let everybody know right. that if I talk to Jesus Christ and he says, yeah, I did all these things, because nobody debates that he was a real person. Right. So whenever somebody says, if you could talk to anybody in history and you say, I'd like to talk to Jesus Christ, that's not like saying... Because even the people that don't believe him are like, yeah, he was a real guy. He was just an average guy. He wasn't this crazy guy. And the people that believe him are like, yeah, he was this guy right. that did all these insane things. So you can say, whenever they say, if you could talk to one person, mm-hmm. past or present, dead or alive, who would it be? You can say Jesus Christ, and that is a, an accurate answer. Correct. And that's who I'd like to talk to.
4: You just need the proof of legitimacy because the church will try and discredit you if they don't like what, what I'm saying. Said because there are other gospels that didn't make it into the big book. Because the church didn't agree. Yeah. So
0: I know. No, all I know about is AMP yeah. after McAfee. After yeah. Meeting
4: so Pitt. as long as you get that selfie though, you're good.
0: Yeah. The selfie mm-hmm. would legitimize everything. And by the way, it would be the only Bible with pictures. So
4: would
3: Read that one.
0: Nice. It's not a full picture book though. It's just a picture. I'm oh. sorry. It would be the only Bible with a picture. <laughs> yeah. It'd be one picture. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. be me and him. Probably a high angle one, so he gets a good look on a beard.
2: Oh, the new cross photo. Beard. You're in there. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm holding him up. You know I mean? He's sitting on your shoulders. Yeah, sitting on my shoulders doing the. But, anyways, I would like to know. You know, I think that'd be a good thing to have. And, and I thought of that while sitting on the runway as well. I yeah. got asked that question. Right. But then the alien thing happened, then Bigfoot, my brain was just going because you're literally confined in a space. Yeah. The only baby on the plane was sitting right next to me. Oh. The only baby on the entire plane. How does plane. that happen? And you're in your first class. Saw the baby in the loading area. Saw the baby, one baby. I saw the baby in the loading area. The baby was a big baby. It was, it was like, it was walking, stumbling. I don't know how old it is. It had a onesie on. It was stumbling around. Got on the plane, though. Good baby. Very quiet. Mom slept there. It did shit on takeoff. It shit on takeoff. So I was a little bit of a shit box up there. But by the time we landed, the smell had been obsolete somehow. So I don't know how that... Very proud of that mom. Good mom. Good baby. Happy for that baby.
2: That takeoff scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Yep,
0: seal <laughs> it. <laughs> it was a baby girl, by the way. So, uh, sexist Zeno thinking no babies can only be a guy. Uh, he's taking a hike. Happy National Take a Hike Day, like four days from now, three days from now. Yep. Zeno's getting one in early. He'll be back. So, I, I was just cooking in this box, and I was all the way out on Bigfoot because I started talking, uh, thinking about Bob Lazar. The Bob Lazar story is such a fascinating one. He was originally Dennis on a news. Cast as the scientist who broke away from S-4, which is a sub-lot of Area 51, and he said he was working on UFOs, uh, working on these the spacecraft, one spacecraft, and his job was to, uh, what is that, reverse engineer mm-hmm. basically this unidentified flying object from another worldly place. He said it was from another place. Welcome back, A great hike. He, he's <laughs> He said it was from another place because we did not have the technology In 1989 or 1988, that this thing had. I mean, it had a reverse force field. It was doing all this crazy shit. And he was tasked specifically
1: with propulsion, right? Yeah, propulsion because they compartmentalized the parts in his entire
0: life. He's been doing propulsion, right? He he built like a Honda with a jet engine in it. I mean, he's done all this stuff. So he comes out and does this interview, and then uh, uh, he gets. Released from the job because of something that was happening in his personal life. He doesn't get asked back to go back. Then he comes out clean with the story because he thinks that the government is not only lying to people, they're lying to science, which he was a scientist. So he was like, scientists need to know that there isn't a technology out there that can create gravity, right? He comes out and do this. The government, this is all allegedly then decides that they're going to try to ruin every single thing of this guy's life, basically. This guy's entire history gets erased from working at this place called Los Alamos, I believe, which is a nuclear site or a nuclear plant or something like that, to him going to MIT, this whole thing. And, and you watch this documentary, and then I, I double down, and I watched the entire Joe Rogan interview. So I spent three and a half hours <laughs> with this guy one night. I was up to like 2 a.m. late night with Bob Lazar. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if I should or not, I believe the guy. Oh, I believe Bob Lazar. I think what he was doing was real. He seems to be too on brand with every answer he gives that this was, and he didn't like keep the spotlight on him for all these years. He kind of disappeared for yeah. like thirty years, mm-hmm. and then now he's coming back to tell the story because a guy named J- Jeremy wanted to tell the story. A guy with a beard. He and Rogan had a couple interesting moments. He tried to out-Rogan Rogan whenever he got a little bit in- intoxicated. Tough to do, by the way. Rogan's got yeah. a very good brain. But I enjoyed the documentary. I enjoyed the whole thing. I'm all the way in on Bob Bizarre, and which means I'm all the way in on aliens. And it was hard to keep Bigfoot around. So Bigfoot's gone. Aliens are all the way in. And now everybody, 300,000 plus, are going to storm <laughs> Area 51.
4: It's up to 600,000. Oh, yeah. It's, I idea. thought it was close to a million.
0: 600,000 people are going to storm Area 51. First reaction was, send Nick into that group. First reaction was, going to get a flight for Nick, fly his, ass out, fly his ass out to Vegas, tell him to hop in that little caravan, get his little sword, and go fucking rally the troops and run right in. We need somebody on boots on the ground at yes, this yes, situation. Is yes. what I thought, my first thought. Then I thought, man, this is going to be awesome when this happens. I mean, how are they going to stop 600,000 people? And then I thought back to Bob Lazar. They're flying UFOs around. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're they reverse knock, engineered some shit. They can knock space. out 600,000 people yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in no time. Hackers. They just send out a little shockwave,
0: everybody passes out. <laughs> oh, we did a nuke test. Yeah. An accidental nuke test. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's what we, This is a government, this is our military. Yeah. We did an accident. I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah, I, I well, think it is a bad very idea. Bad idea. Bob Lazar has come out and said he thinks it's a bad idea. Joe Rogan, I think, has even come out and said, hey, I think it's a bad idea. This number is still growing. So, hey, 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 there's some heroes that are going to storm those grounds out there. And you got to do what you got to do. But I do believe they should, just like those guys going into uh, war, like Mm -hmm. I think there should be a good thought in the back of your mind, like probably going to die out here in this desert. (laughs) And you know what? I appreciate your service. I want to let you hipsters know I appreciate your service, and I wish I could join you, but I got an island I would like to buy in a few years. I can't be dying.
4: Here's the best part about it. Even if it is a massive joke, which we all know it is, and only, let's say, 20 people show up, when that many people sign a petition, the government has to prepare oh, yeah. as if it's actually ah, yes. going to happen. They have to have people ready and mobilized in some fashion as if something is actually going to go down that
0: 600,000 people is a large unit. That yeah. is a large army coming to storm the desert out there. Are they going to be smart enough to listen to the 12, uh, 12 strong guys? Are they going to come in from opposite directions? Oh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're, they're running with their arms
3: behind their back. Yeah, yeah. You
0: think they're going face first? And then that's what, no, that's yeah. literally
3: what it said. They the said they're, running running with, thing. they're running with their arms yeah. behind their back because they, yeah. they think it makes sense. You send them all the faster.
4: Kyles in who are juiced up on the monster energies, they go first, and <laughs> yeah. then everyone follows that way. Is
2: Foster monster energy now? No, it's, it's just
4: that's just what, what Kyles do. do.
0: Oh, that's not a bad idea. I people mean, we're going to show up. Yes. 600,000 people signing up for this? Yes. There's going to be at least a couple hundred. 10%. Let's say 10% show up. That's 60,000 people.
5: How many casualties <laughs> do you think this is going to result
0: in? <laughs> I think it's going to be 100% what? death rate. <laughs> I, I think
5: it is 100% death rate. They already posted. I don't know if it was like the Department of Defense or uh, the Air Force or something, but they're like, we are very ready and willing to defend state secrets here. Like, yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean,
4: yeah, they said it's an army training area. Yeah, exactly. So I, I there there's... will be armed soldiers. Bro,
0: Bob Lazar in the documentary said the last guy that had his job died because they tried to cut into the UFO and it blew up. And it rattled so big that they had to release a statement saying that they had an unannounced nuclear test, and that was just them trying to cut into a UFO that wow. killed the last guy that was there, and that's just like, you don't think they could just hundred thousand easily with Dead. their hands down? I don't Please. think
3: they need to. Like you just can't. There's metal doors. You can't get in Area 51. I think they could just fucking chill inside and pretend like nothing's going Just sit going on, on top of a cargo roof because <laughs> yeah. they
0: said everything is just kind of built in these hangars, right? right? So you can't see anything from the sky, because Google Images, you Area 51 Google Images, it's just like a couple hangars yep. here and uh-huh. a couple hangars there and nothing to see It's all here. sub-level. But bro, whenever Bob Lazar said he was there, he took his friends there for three weeks straight after he was like no longer being called back there, because it was on Wednesday nights, he wanted his friend George, who's in the news, to legitimize his story a little bit. He's like, well, on Wednesday nights, he test these things because there's nobody on the highway so they went out there the first week i guess they they saw something but nobody saw them second week same thing third week he said they got a bit loud and they were like tailgating out there and all of a sudden the night vision scope fell and they turned on the headlights and there was like 45 fucking military people <laughs> just sitting there like, hey, you guys need to get the fuck out of here actually they arrested them all i think and then they interrogated them and sent them all out of there that was in 1989 like, what do they think is going to happen 30 years later of fucking just lining up? And those people are all prepared for. They're not just clicking, yep, join group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I would like to say, if they get in there and learn some shit, hey, I appreciate what That'd you've done. Awesome. Awesome.
5: They also said that like the desert leading up to how you would get in there is filled with barricades and obstacles that are like covered in the dark. That so I mean, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Landmines and shit. Ch- yeah.
0: Nick, I would like you to know that. And appreciate that my first thought was, got to send Nick in there.
4: Yeah, I appreciate that. Why I, I was mean... it Nick?
0: Uh, just because Nick was the one who told me to watch the documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he was the most dialed into the whole thing, you know what I mean? But I, I think you should watch that documentary. It's very hard. The first 10 minutes is tough. You, you got to really get through. They had Mickey Rourke, I think, doing yeah. the voiceover. It's kind of tough.
1: Yeah, I that's I didn't realize that I tried to watch that previously, and it was during that first 10 minutes of Mickey Rourke and that weird kind of thing really? that happens. Yeah, the, yeah, of the little cutaways and that they yeah. do and yeah. stuff is awkward. Yeah. So you just kind of jump through there till you get to the Bob Lazar parts, and they're awesome.
0: And, and they're the Rogan awesome. interview, by the way, is just Rogan sitting there just peppering Lazar with all the questions <laughs> that he has after watching the documentary. Mm-hmm. Very much worth it. But it seems as if this Lazar guy...
1: I totally believe him. For one, like you said, like, he came out on this one and said, I wish I'd never come out and said anything to begin with. I don't make any money from this. It's done nothing but pretty much cause negative things to happen to me. Yeah, And then, uh, you know, it's just, he's so, he, you can tell he's not a crazy person.
4: Well, I was going to say, unless he's like a, a pure stone-cold sociopath, he right. speaks so matter-of-factly and yes. confidently and calmly, it's, like, it's very hard to say, oh, that guy's lying.
0: He had a migraine on Rogan, and like 35 minutes in, he like stumbled on an answer. He's like, uh, I have this migraine. I was like, Wait a minute, Ooh. aliens! Don't you fucking lie to me right now! Like, <laughs> that was my first glimpse of him potentially like stumbling over his story. Uh-huh. But then he hopped right back on the horse, and I was like, Oh, okay, okay. he's fighting through a migraine too. This guy, yeah. his story is even working through a potential migraine, which I've heard is that's debilitating. Right. So cool. I mean, it was. Uh, I, I I believe him. I I it's it's a whole new world though. Knowing that aliens are real, that's awesome. That's really cool. We've I mean, always done. I have, actually. I've been, a very, uh, I've been a very
5: vocal proponent
0: of aliens happening. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's too big out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it only makes sense. It's too big out there when you look up. And, and now I look at the sky in such a different way, too, after watching that thing. Whenever you're like matter of fact that there's something out there, it's hard not to just look up there and be like... I don't know where the fuck they are. Like, is that star right there a fucking just an alien hub? Like, because they said they're small. Mm -hmm. So, like, are they living in stars out there? Like, are they in stars up there? They said, well, it came from some galactic system that's like three light years away or I'm like what the fuck does that even mean <laughs> I don't know what that means does that mean I can see it or does that mean it's in a they're like no it's through a black hole through a, like another space which by the way there are still people on this earth that we're living in that think we know more about fucking space than oh, unbelievable.
1: <laughs> hey, unbelievable
0: there's still people that think we know more yeah, about space we're just learning now that there's occupants in there Yeah, like just for f- matter of fact that there's occupants
1: like they brought up those two black holes that are going to meet and they're like well they may have already met because what we're seeing is 2.5 billion light years away mm-hmm. so what we're seeing is the location of those two black holes 2.5 billion years ago so 2.5 billion years from now we'll know what happens when two black holes meet yeah
4: you're actually seeing the past we
1: have no idea
4: yeah yeah it's impressive isn't it
1: even though they were like we're yeah. we're we're ashamed to admit we have no idea what happens when two black holes meet yeah
4: because we know nothing about
0: everything everybody says there's still a lot to learn
1: yeah
4: about what just like there's a lot to learn about the bottom of the ocean and what goes on down there because we got no goddamn. Yes, I think clue. there's aliens down there too. Definitely. See, maybe I, we I, don't know.
0: I, I don't. Mermaids. I don't think so. I, and the mermaid thing—I was on board with that, by the way. I was, was very much dog? on board with that documentary. Uh, sorry, that movie came out <laughs> about the mermaid thing. I was on. Document? I was in. We interrupt this incredible conversation for a reading from Zito.
2: <clears throat> Thank you, Pat. No problem, Zito. Get as many massages. Do as many stretches, uh-huh. and take many ice baths as you want.
0: Well, I just feel as if the rhythm of this is already wrong. <laughs> I'm going to start again here. Take many as.
2: Take many as you want.
0: <laughs> take many as you want.
2: <laughs> Get as many massages. Oh! Do as many stretches. Yeah. And take as many ice baths as you want. <laughs> If, you, if you're if you not getting a good night's sleep, you're not recovering properly. Mm-hmm. Our friends at CBDMD, a trusted leader in the CBD industry. Amen. Are, um, amen to that. Understand the importance of sleep, which is why they have a product specifically made for rest and relaxation that is perfectly complement to their full suit of other CBD products that... Offer long-lasting, high-quality relief throughout the day.
0: Oh, Oh, so what Mm. you do is you use their other products throughout the day. They have gummies. They have a rub. They have a lotion. Let the power of CBD kind of take over your life. And then at night, if you have sleeping problems like me, this company has actually changed my life. They have a CBD. PM? which has melatonin in it and puts oh, me yeah. right to sleep and makes my whole body feel better when I wake up.
2: You want me to tell you about it? Yeah, tell me about All it. All right. Spe- uh, specially formulated. Split the form- <laughs> PM. Mm, CBDMD. Yep, PM. Specially formulated tincture that combines melatonin and other sleep-promoting herbs with CBD, which can help your, oh, geez. Circadian. Circadian rhythm. Get should sure on- let
4: him go with that. He said carcadine. Last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I was
2: thinking about the insect. Circadian. That was the first word I thought. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Circadium. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed it one more again. Circadin. Uh, one more maybe. Circadian. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just looked over at Nick like he was his dad.
4: Uh, <laughs> circadian.
2: Circadian rhythm. There we go. Get back on track. Allow you to get high quality sleep consistently. Take thirty minutes before bedtime. Whether you're recovering from a hard day or a long time or a tough workout, CBDMD is dedicated to keeping you at top of your game. There's a word, mister. Or a long time. Or a tough workout. CBDMD is dedicated to keeping you at the top of your game.
0: No, go back to the beginning
2: there. Whether you're recovering from a hard day, a long night. There it is. Oh, oh. so long I forget, time. Night? So or long a long time. That ah, works the same thing. <laughs> Not really. Tomatoes. tomatoes. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I adding mean, t- time and night <laughs> are not like tomato, tomato day and night. I keep on searching, can't oh, no, 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 read the no, no, line. <laughs> <laughs> adding t- textures,
2: uh, gummies, and CBD PM to your regular routine is the best way to sleep naturally, wake refreshed, and take advantage of all that CBD MD has to offer. Use promo code McAfee. For 20% off.
0: Okay, we got a promo code. Yeah, say. there we go. <laughs> promo code McAfee, 20% yeah. off, CBDMD.com. Yes. Okay. Shout out to them for sticking around, by the way.
4: Run I off. love CBDMD. Do you guys love it as well? <laughs>
0: I love it. I take it 30 minutes before bedtime and wake up refreshed like I just had massage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ceridian. <laughs> <laughs> what is
0: it again? This show's about to get
4: better. Uh, Sarkesian.
2: Sarkesian. Steve.
0: <laughs> he's a coach. He, he had an alcohol problem Now his back.
2: He's, oh, a, he's a good coach. CBDMD. Sure. You can use that. He
0: should be using it. Everybody should be using this. I got a couple of tweets this weekend about people who have never used CBD. They're like, We heard about the CBD MD. Is it really that good? The CBD MD PM with melatonin in it puts me to bed. It's the only thing that really puts me to bed. I used to have an Advil PM issue. And by issue, it means I couldn't sleep without it. Now that I'd use the CBD, it puts me right to bed. And my dreams are lit, <laughs> woke, alive. And we're back to the show. <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty open-minded person. If somebody can spin me a little bit of, like, a little bit of, like, just a little bit of hope that something's real, I'll be like... You know, I'll fucking give it a go. Let me give it a go here for a minute. The mermaids thing got me while watching that movie, and then the last hand on the window, I fucking couldn't do it. That was whenever it ended. The the end of that movie, they put a hand on a window, like Titanic scene, and I was like, all right, well, that's (laughs) fake. (laughs) That was a shame. I was all the way in. I think I was even, like, maybe potentially tweeting about it, like, yo, fucking mermaids, let's go get them, bro. Is there any
2: comeback for uh, Bigfoot? I don't think so. If he comes
0: back being an alien? Oh. Well, so the guy... The guy that talked to me that I went into the woods with, he said that we didn't see him because somebody in our group didn't believe hard enough, like Santa Claus. Mm. Jesus,
3: oh. this guy might. May have that was the deaf guy
2: out. or the other guy? Huh? That was the deaf guy? The other guy?
0: No. Yeah, it was the other guy. Yeah. Confederate
2: Steve. Seems like he didn't believe.
0: Confederate Steve, I went into his house in the middle of the woods, man. It was kind of a moment for me.
2: Yeah.
0: I really, uh, that was whenever the NFL was testing me eight times a month. So I had to find (laughs) things to do sober, and I ended up in a guy with Confederate Flag's house (laughs) in the middle of the woods in Georgia. I got drug tested at 4.30 the next morning, by the way, by the NFL in a uh, hotel in the middle of this fucking town. The guy who tests the Falcons had to drive all the way out there at 5 a.m., and whenever he got there, he said, What did you do? <laughs> I was like, Why? He's like, I've never been asked to test somebody this early in the morning wow. in my entire career. He said he's done thousands of tests. He said he's never been asked to test somebody this early. I had to leave my house like 3 30 to get here. I was like, I think it's because I'm moving a lot. Because I was like doing ghost hunting in Florida. Did
4: you, I was gonna say, did you tell them what you were doing that weekend that maybe <laughs> prompted them to, He's fucking doing what? <laughs> okay. No, they didn't know what I was doing. Okay. I was
0: just moving a lot. So I was like, I went on like a tour. Like I went uh, ghost hunting in Kissimmee, Florida. I believe. I I think that's where it was. How did you report though? No, I went. I flew a plane in Kissimmee, Florida, (laughs) where uh, me and Mad Dog, which was the co-pilot, did a couple barrel rolls, (laughs) and uh, did a stall out. Uh, I saved our lives because there was a bird right in front of us. And I said, Mm -hmm. "What am I supposed to do if there's a bird in front of us?" He said, "Where's the bird?" Right in front of us. We had to... But there was a dual cockpit. I had the thing. I did the thing. Barrel yeah. roll. Did the thing. Barrel roll. Nice. Even had the foot thing. I have a whole video of it. I mean, I vomited. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, basically, I'm a pilot.
4: Me too. I flew a plane. Did you? Yeah. yeah. We went on to uh, go meet uh, Mason. Did you barrel roll that thing? No, I didn't get too crazy with it. I just kind of put my hands on the wheel, went left, went right. All right, I'm good.
0: I flew a... Um, I think it was called a Mustang... It was a World War II Oh, P fifty one P yeah that thing yeah and it might not have been a Mustang it might have been the training one for the Mustang mm. Mm. so it was a it was a dual it was I got pictures <laughs> me and, me and Mad Dog
4: it's nice to meet another pilot
0: it is nice to be amongst other captains the I was not the captain of that ship Mad Dog was very worried too whenever he had heard <laughs> that I had zero hours of flying experience because <laughs> it's like a it's in Kissimmee Florida you can look it up it's like a like a, like a bucket list thing where you can go fly these World War II planes oh, yeah. and do like things. We had to pay a lot of money, but I did it. It was awesome. I get sick, though. I mean, I would not do it again. <laughs> But I did it, so let's knock it out. I did that, and then I went ghost hunting, and then I went to a croc farm in Louisiana. Then I went hogging and frogging in Louisiana. (laughs) Then I went Bigfoot hunting in Georgia. And I did all these things like each day, Uh and I would drive to the place. And And when you're on that substance of abuse program, you had to call anytime you left where you were Give them an address you're at and two phone numbers to reach you at. Really? Every single time. it's like I had a PO, literally. Yeah. So I would be like, all right, I'm in Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm at this guy Bubba's house. Here's <laughs> the two phone numbers you can reach him at. And then like 6 a.m. the next morning, I was leaving to go to like uh, Florida to go to something else. I'm like, okay, I'll be getting to this address at noon. This is the address you can meet me at. These are two phone numbers. And uh, Dr. Brown, who's the head of the program, he must have been seeing my check-ins and be like, this fucking guy's trying to get around this test. <laughs> so that guy showed up at 5.30 a.m., like before I could even leave uh, Georgia. I got a phone call, and I, like, I slept through the first call. I got a voicemail was like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah from the um, game. I forget what it's called. It's called a company game something. Clean note. Yeah, it'll come to me. Uh, you have four hours to complete a substance of abuse test. And then like 30 minutes later, I get a call. It's like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah. I got two voicemails I woke up to from these missed calls. And I re- checked the voicemail. It was like 6.15 a.m. I'm like, holy fuck. I called this guy back. I'm like, where are you? He's like, I- I'm outside. this days in. I'm like, yeah, I'm inside, man. Come on in. Came into the shitty Just days
1: contracted in. piss takers. That's yeah. what they do,
0: full time, wow. yeah. There's one in each big city. Yeah. Not yeah. a bad job. I, I mean, yeah. they just got to look at dicks all day. And, yeah, it's fine. And they do, like, they have to pour the, the piss into different things. I had the one guy at the Colts. Uh, he was a backup guy because the regular guy was out of town or something. He was so nervous, he spilled my piss. <laughs>
1: uh, come on.
0: It was unbelievable. He was shaking so hard, he spilled my piss. And it was, I only had, like, 45 more minutes to fill it back up because you got four hours or you fail and i looked at the guy i was like are you going to write that down that you just spit my fucking piss he was like oh i don't know how to do that i was like i'll go start bonging people like <laughs> jesus christ but a majority of the piss test guys good guys by the way terrible position sure good guys but yeah i was down there hunting fucking bigfoot got tested like fuck it was supposed to be 5:30 in the morning it took at 6:15 got two calls from the guy it didn't find bigfoot but these aliens now
1: i feel like the information on bigfoot would have Evolved with time. It's always the same, same. information. Where that's not the case with aliens. We keep getting better and
0: more information. This Lazar thing really flipped the game on its head. I guess they're only two and a half foot, feet tall. They're small.
3: Hmm. They, this they particular... What's that? You can punt them.
0: I don't know, though, because I feel like they're much more advanced. They'll do something. If control your mind and stuff. Yeah. Mm.
1: That'd be the worst. Yeah. I feel like, like what they... They didn't. They don't need bodies anymore because they're they're you know so making up for it in other ways. They might have lasers in
0: their fingers too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It's
1: hard telling. I mean, they're more advanced than we are. So way more advanced. Clearly, if we only use like ten percent of their brains or whatever. They, we say, In
0: nineteen eighty nine, it's a bunch of Bradley Cooper's. It's a bunch around. of Limitless. Invincible. Yeah, yeah, Limitless. Yeah. Enough. Of invincible. That's <laughs> that's Mark I was in his town. I was in his fucking neighborhood. I thought the other day, it was tough, but. He said that he didn't know how long they had had that spaceship. He said they could have had that for 100 years or something like that. He said he had no idea how old that particular spaceship that's was true,
1: that he, he was working and on. And he said when he, like some things were just already figured out so he couldn't explain why that works it's just that's they'd already figured they already it out. They already figured it really out. It was really he was just shot. brought in to figure right. this out, figure yeah. this
0: out just a little bit. He said that could have been around for fucking forever, really. He said it could have been archaic and they found that thing. And it was so far advanced than us. <laughs> like Man. it was doing things that we could never do. He was talking about if if humans could do what that thing did, it would change the entire world. It would change the economy it would change time, it would change everything because it had this gravitational pool where it didn't really, it, they said anytime uh, we move something, it's always pushing something so there's an exhaust of some sort there's a push and then there's something coming out. With this particular spacecraft it was a, a pool technique that was happening with gravity and you couldn't touch it and it was just like he said if humans could figure this out it would change everything, it would absolutely change everything and, and I'm starting to think though like Tesla? Yeah. My Tesla, there's nothing that comes out of it. And the way that thing moves Mm -hmm. is as if there's no... I'm even more sold that Elon Musk is an alien. (laughs) Like, even more sold that Elon Musk is an alien. And he's offering up flamethrowers for anybody that goes to Area 51.
3: Really? I don't know. (laughs) Just weaponizing these guys. He wants his friends to be free. (laughs)
0: Hey, hey. oh, you're going to get John Musk. (laughs) you going to get E. John. <laughs> I'll give you two flankers, you can hit uh, Heywood E. John. E. John. Haywood <laughs> uh, Banks, who is a legendary comedy writer. Um, she's the one I, one I, one I. She's the one I, one oh, I yeah. love. Uh,
1: he has some great songs.
0: French Toast. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. He has all these old songs. Right, he right. was Bob and Tom regular. Todd tweeted that if Area 51 is a real thing, he would like it to be displayed as an MTV Cribs episode with me hosting it. Yes, oh, it would be oh. perfect. Which, by the way, I would love to do.
1: Yeah, Yo, man. You just walking through the tour. Yeah.
0: Right over here. Look, he's a little ugly fucker. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? You guys don't do high fives? Four, sorry. I bet they don't have thumbs. They don't need them. A... No. No. But Haywood Banks said, uh, all I want to know is, what happened to areas 1 through 50? <laughs> <laughs> Which was a hilarious... I was sitting on a plane, I was a dying laughing. I'm like, "That's good. how did they get to area 51? Yeah. It probably means something, I'd
3: assume. Uh, mm-hmm. 51
0: I probably stands for something. 51 aliens. The aliens
3: probably killed everyone in the first 50. Oh. And then they finally figured it out.
4: So I watched uh, an ancient aliens episode, and they did mention in a case in the 70s where two uh, UFOs, uh, the creatures actually, were on the loose in Mexico, and... The government ended up covering it up as saying two dwarves were running wild in the city, which was an interesting case. But one of the sheriffs were they in they the dwarves, town, though? they were super they were small. They were very small, like you mentioned, because one of the guys uh, has an eyewitness support of seeing one of them, one of the sheriffs and he touches it and it shrieked at him. And then he died uh, like something like three weeks later of a, seri- a, a series of diseases that had taken over his body. Yeah. Infections.
0: So it's wow. like the nuclear
4: stuff in Chernobyl. Potentially, yeah.
0: You touch one of these aliens, it's a Chernobyl effect, put your gloves on.
4: There was another case where, again, in Mexico, uh, it might have been the same case, actually, where the craft had crashed, and the military was trying to haul it away, but they were intercepted by CIA. A small group of CIA soldiers came down, and they basically handed it over to the CIA because four of the soldiers who had initially discovered the crash were dead on arrival when they came to the scene. And the cause was never determined, but they assume it was some type of bacterial Spend poisoning. Disease. Or Yeah.
0: Bro, so they spit like camels? These... Oh, no. Yeah, They sounds like these aliens spit. Nice. Don't catch any of the saliva. You catch alien saliva, fucking rest in peace, because Undertaker's <laughs> coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I've learned anything from these alien things. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. No, you definitely don't want to do that. I would like to talk to them, though. Maybe behind a glass wall, like White Boy Rick that had to do with his dad there at the yeah. end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I watched that movie again, by the way.
1: White Boy Rick. You like it? I do like the movie. I love the story.
0: If he had his license plate was really Snowman, such a fucking aggressive oh, decision. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're just putting it on display at that
2: point. His, his license yeah. plate said
0: Snowman, and he had a big-ass chain on. He's the only white kid in the neighborhood. I mean, it's an aggressive decision. Do a
2: lot of drug dealers have vanity plates? I don't
0: know. He might have been the first of his kind, honestly. Todd, mm-hmm. That's probably a question for Todd, huh? Todd de- dealt in the meth world, which I don't yeah. think is the same as the coke world. But
1: Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't chase Kulker. a lot of it. I mean, Coke people really aren't a problem, per se. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really have to put out a lot of fires with Coke flying
0: around. Was he
4: bribing a lot of cops? I feel like that's an easy thing to do. If Rick? Yeah. yeah. He
0: was an informant whenever he was a kid because he was an arms dealer.
4: Uh, well, yeah. Then there you go. He's probably protected. In no, some he wasn't,
0: though. So he, get, he was an arms dealer. Okay. Gets shot by his own gun by his friend. Comes into his house, shoots him in his stomach. He goes to the hospital. His dad says he wants to get out of the arms dealership because that's where his dad, Matthew McConaughey's dad is the guy that kind of led him into this. He wants to open a movie chain or something like that. They open that, kind of says he's out of the game, and then boom, he's like, I want to get into the cocaine business. He had already stopped talking to the feds because he started talking to the feds when he was 14 or something like that. Like he was a 14-year-old arms trafficker in Detroit. It's a good story. He's still in jail. He gets out in uh, 2020, I think, December. December 2020. He was served life in prison, though.
3: First interview right here.
0: White boy Rick? Yep. I mean, that guy's been in a cage for 30-some years. I don't know how he's going to be.
2: <laughs> Outside,
1: podcast. You never know.
0: Oh, wait. There's another fucking um, Exhibit A on Netflix. Have you yeah. seen this?
1: No, I've heard oh, a lot I about it. it,
0: though. You saw it?
2: No, like I saw it like, on the tile.
0: Okay, I watched it. <laughs> oh, you saw that it existed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Exhibit A exists. I saw it,
2: yeah. As an
0: option. As an option, yeah. I watched it. The first one is about video. Uh-huh. And how unreliable it is. Yeah, like video is always the answer in all these crimes and shit. And when it first started being everywhere, like they were just using it as, as gospel. But then in this particular guy's case, his name's George something. He's in uh, Texas. He's in jail. I don't know if he got out of jail. They didn't show the ending, but he got fucked over. He's six foot four, and there was an armed forearm robberies, and everybody in the in the grocery stores like this guy was like five foot eight but he looked like this guy who was a menace to the cops right. in the town mm-hmm. so the cops pinned it on this guy and they even used video footage saying it was him and in the video he walks out of the convenience store you know they always have the or out of the gas station they always have like the height thing mm-hmm. right. and they they had this specialist who wasn't really a specialist he was just a local guy that basically stretched him from five eight to at least six one because uh-huh. he was walking with his knees bent and since he was a state witness the jury was like oh this guy lie to us and bang they used the video and the state witness to say he was at least six foot four when all the eyewitnesses were like no this guy's five foot eight yeah. so this guy's been sitting in jail for like 20 years yeah this guy's been sitting in jail for like 20 years and now they reopened the case and they never talked whether or not he got out
1: which is the case where we always we always talk about in here about the investigators like uh, making the evidence fit their theory it's like or like their, their suspect yeah that's what all they're doing i i dealt with some in video and my my buddy Pete was he was actually really far trained in that. I don't know if you call it an art because it's not a science, but
0: it is. There's a a guy. There was an expert in there who's been doing it for 30 years. And he
1: went to the FBI schools for. I went to a couple schools to help him with some stuff. And there's a lot to it. I mean, like you got to recreate it with the same cameras. Like you would want to bring in someone of people of different heights and have them retrace those steps and reshoot those people. You know, from the same angle. Yeah, they never did that.
0: But they did uh, the new because they're trying to reopen this case, almost like the making a murder or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. They're reopening the case. This guy, good for him he's been in jail for 20 years um they took a 3d image of him the new technology it was like uh-huh. this little thing it was like a little it looked like a simply safe camera and he's just like <laughs> like made a 3d image of him put him in the video itself and he's like towering over the guy and they're like it's uh, this, this. Wow. It was there, obviously yeah. on no him so but i still don't know if he's out of jail i still don't know if this guy's out of jail wow. i think he's still in jail it's I'm not
5: crazy sure. to think if this stuff would never come out, those guys would just rot in jail forever. Forever, yeah. That guy, 20 years, I mean... Yeah, life is already ruined because of it.
1: I... So much bad science has gone through law enforcement and it's blocked up so many people.
0: Well, it's science in general. There's been a lot of bad science. We talked about it last week. The Uh food pyramid. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had some science teacher tell me how I was wrong about Pangea. Hey, tell me what's in that book, bro, that you're fucking reading. (laughs) Because that's what we're here to talk about. Because those books have been spot on in the past. I think that's what we're all learning
1: now. Uh, 2019
0: is the year of learning that the books that we read as kids, especially the science ones, 100% accurate. Oh, yeah. That's what we've been learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That fucking science teacher. I hope you're listening right now. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I actually responded. I, I shouldn't have responded to him. I appreciate that he's teaching the kids. It's not an easy job being a teacher. I, I respect it. You're not getting paid great. Right. You have to deal with other people's problems. You're supposed to teach these people whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's very hard. But I don't need your brainwashed ass coming in <laughs> and telling me why I'm wrong. You're doing a part of the fucking brainwashing. You're you're part of the problem why we right, have what we have. Right. You're a reason why the food pyramid's been flipped completely upside down and eliminated <laughs> an entire category because what you were teaching.
1: I feel like you should have to start off every class with, "All right, this is what we know right now."
0: Allegedly,
1: you know? but this could change
0: tomorrow. It but should just be take it for whatever. It's we worth. should sell shirts that says "Science, Allegedly." <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, man. Uh, It is. Like, what do you know? You know nothing anymore. Well,
5: they're also just teaching people who aren't smart enough to formulate their own opinion on the subject yet. That's the world we live in, though. Yeah, exactly.
0: I was very, when I was on Bob and Tom, I was very lucky to be on Bob and Tom for a lot of years. Tom Griswold came up to me after my second show, I think, and he said, You're very lucky, Pat. And I said, I know, I got a chance to be on the show. It's very nice. He was like, No, fuck the show. (laughs) You're able to formulate your own opinion, which is not something that is often. In this world anymore, basically. Uh, Something along that's those lines. Good point, yeah. Which is true. The more and more you learn, there, there isn't the ability to form your own opinion anymore. It's almost like. All right, these people are experts, so-called experts. Let me hear what they say. And then now that's my opinion. And then this person's expert, which is smart, by the way. you got to learn from somebody. You have to learn from somebody. Sure. But, man, there's we're in the world now where you have to filter through so, so much shit. It's difficult. I don't know how my kids are going to do
3: it. But also when you form your own opinion, there's going to be 27 different groups of people mad at you, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a gift and a curse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gift and a curse. That science teacher is not happy with what I was
4: saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like in that case, just because someone tells you something that the way things work doesn't mean you shouldn't question it either. Even if it's been proven right by hundreds of people, that doesn't mean you shouldn't question it.
0: That was the line actually from that video guy. He said that that video camera is a witness. It should be examined and questioned oh, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. He said that's something that doesn't get thought about is that that video oh. camera is just another witness. It should be questioned as well. And he showed a video of uh, something, because all a video is, they broke this down like four different times about how it's just a bunch of still frames, right? A video is just a bunch of still frames, depending on how many frames per minute it is, mm-hmm. can tell you a whole different story. And they showed this video of this gun shooting 10 shots, and it only showed two shots. Because mm-hmm. the still frames, it was an automatic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was an automatic gun, mm-hmm. and it shot ten shots in reality. But the the one particular camera, like one of the original cameras, only showed two shots.
1: Because right. the frame rate, the yeah, because the frame yeah. rate
0: wasn't fast enough to keep up with yeah. the gun. So they were like, so if somebody says, "Oh, there's ten shots fired," and then you see the video and it's only two shots, right? You're like, well, this guy's lying then. Right. When really the frame just couldn't keep up with the gun. So yeah. he, he, it was very intriguing to watch Exhibit A. I Man, enjoyed it that. Is
1: cool. And that, I, now I guess because they're realizing this too with. In the forensic world of law enforcement, like they will refer, I've heard it referred to as a video interrogation instead of a video analysis, and they do that with cell phones. When I was in that game, you call it like when you looked into cell phone records or the actual device itself. They would call it a cell phone uh, or electronic device interrogation.
0: You did a lot of that. That was kind of your thing.
1: Yeah, because there is no absolutes. Just you got you got to look at it from you know every angle possible you know you can't just take your first
0: look and say oh this is what happened bro i watched dateline and i got it figured out as soon as i see a one <laughs> surveillance video it's that fucking guy right?
3: <laughs> 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 hey by the way in my science books pluto is a planet yep.
0: yes me too point. bro yes. and i bet that teacher that was telling me about this plate tectonic mm-hmm. shit hey bub how many years you teach mm-hmm. kids that pluto was a planet mm-hmm. hey you liar exactly hey yeah I ain't, I ain't lied to nobody.
1: Yeah. It went from pizza pies to pies. What? My very earnest mother just served us nine pies. <laughs> is oh, that the no. member of the planets? Yeah. Really? Right? Is there two P's? Roy G. Biv.
0: Uh. <laughs> Red, orange, <laughs> yellow, green, blue, no, indigo, yeah. violet. We
1: yeah. lost the P. That's my bad. There's it's no a rainbow, pies, bro. Yeah.
0: It's the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the sky. Roy G. Biv is also a guitar, right?
4: Really? No,
0: there's something on a guitar too.
4: Nick, uh, I'm thinking of the strings G. I can't remember off the top of my head. There's something so with the strings as well. I, I remember d- there was every good boy does. Yes, fine. that's
1: what it is. Every good boy does fine. What does that's that the guitar, for? right? Every good, yeah, E G B D F. No, because there's boy. no F. Oh.
4: Maybe depending on certain tuning. Maybe not but. your ability, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Block Dad, we play the F string all the time.
0: <laughs> There's something every good boy does. That is something I for something. It funny, but yeah, maybe, maybe that was the uh, maybe is, that was the recorder.
1: It could have oh, oh,
4: been. It, could, it
5: be. could be. It could be the there recorder. There was an F note. Every good
1: boy does.
0: What was it? You I, just I, fucking get down. <laughs> <laughs> you Just got down on yeah, that. You
5: needed it for hot cross buns. You're right.
0: I saw somebody playing the recorder on TV, and I lost it. I was like, somebody stuck with that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> was that the most useless skill of, in the history? That's the most <laughs> yeah. given up
2: uh, instrument of all
0: time. Of all time.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's for uh, reading music. Those are the lines on a no. like sheet of paper for music, like notes.
2: Of course, we knew that. Mm-hmm. We're big. E G B D F. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. That's math.
0: Please P E.
3: Uh, oh, that's, 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 that's what that's you do with the. Multiply, divide. Yeah. i right. mm-hmm. learned forget that. The order. Oh, I never learned that one. You do. I don't do you know.
1: Something new since from your
3: generation.
2: Parentheses. Uh, what's E? Equals. Equals. Exponent. No. Exponent. Oh, Exponent. Yep.
1: Multiply,
3: divide. My.
2: dear. Add. Subtract. Yeah. yeah. And Sally.
0: Isn't it incredible how none of this matters? (laughs) (laughs) It's incredible. None of it matters. Because I got a little fucking alien thing in my pocket. (laughs) I got a little alien thing in my pocket that I just type into. Thanks, Mr. Laser. Go, excuse me. Like, look, we just looked in what we thought were recorder notes, and he typed into his machine, his robot over there, and they're like... No, you fucking dumb human. <laughs> That's how you read music, dude. That's insane. My kids, uh, they're going to be little pricks. Uh. They're not going to be as well-behaved as that one human on the plane. But it's going to my kids are just going to walk into that school, and they're going to be little assholes. I know it. They're going to be terrible kids. They're going to be horrendous to deal with. That's why I'm going to send them to school early. Smart. So man. I don't have to deal That's with them. That's a good them. idea. Which is another reason why teachers should be paid more, because they have to deal with a lot of people's problems. Mm-hmm. And going to get every holiday off and summer's. You signed up for it, too. You knew what you were going to get paid. But you do deserve more money for what you have to deal yep. with. Just like police officers, military,
1: everybody. Yeah, that. but you're right. You signed up for that salary. You
0: knew what was coming. Yeah. You knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. And you were considered a hero in high school when you said you were going to be a teacher. Right. So those years of being praised while I was getting knocked down for saying I'm going to be a professional <laughs> athlete, I'll kind of come back and bite you in the ass when you're putting Facebook statuses up about getting paid more and shit. I get it. <laughs> but you deserve it. You do deserve to be paid more. I completely agree. Yeah. Especially now that I'm around children, more. I, I've never been around kids as much as I have been recently. And boy, teachers do not get paid enough. I would like that to be known. I don't know what it is. They deserve more. My kids are going to be terrible, though. They're going to walk into that class. I know. If they have any little particle of my brain in their brain, <laughs> and somebody says something, i just go, it doesn't fucking matter. I'll type it right into here, right. and I'll get an answer from Mister, Mrs. Siri. Sorry. Since it's a sexist, is only a woman, which mm-hmm. I think they're changing, by the way. They are. I think you can make it whatever you want, right? On the Ways app, DJ Khaled's giving us oh, Another
2: one. <laughs> That's my favorite.
0: Turn right ahead. Another one.
1: <laughs> that guy. That's a tough line, though. I'll probably gonna get heat for this, but it, you know, it's everybody deserves more money. Really, I mean, you know, what I mean, it's like wait, I, I want everybody to be rich. Yeah, I mean, like if you carry hod for a living for a bricklayer, you deserve more money. That's a very hard job. What if you know you're what roofing? But like, everybody can't make oh, more money. Yeah. What if you're roofing,
0: yeah. How about construction workers? Nurses, yeah, military definitely.
1: people. I mean, it just, where's it end?
0: Everybody I mean, deserves more money.
1: Sometimes maybe you make
0: what you're supposed to make. I understand America's in debt. We're in pretty big debt. With who? I don't exactly know. Airlines. I guess China? Yeah, we're in debt China. with
5: China. Mm-hmm.
0: We're, we're in debt with China. Mm-hmm. What if we just went over there and went, we're even?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if we did that? What would happen? Is there anything that w- I guess a war? We'd would probably happen? go to
5: war, yeah, <laughs> <just> immediately.
0: <laughs> but they're never gonna get that money back. They they have oh, to no. know that they're gonna get trillions no. of dollars back. They they have to know. It's all that. fake money. So what they do? Just hold it over our heads. Like what happens?
4: I don't you just know. wait for their economy to collapse at some point, and then they. Oh but yeah, wait, well, wait. well, you don't have to pay us because we need it now. So yeah, but then. I
0: don't, I don't think it'll ever collapse because they just lie. They only got, like, 14 people that matter in that country, and they all just lie about it. They're like, yeah, we're doing great, we're doing great, we're doing great. And that's all they got to say. Yeah. Like I don't think it's, like, it a real they, economy.
3: If they owe us a favor, we owe them a favor, then you knock off some debt. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> <It> <laughs> happened. Diplomacy digs. It happened uh, day after tomorrow. Uh, US <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. had to flee south because it was getting too cold, and Mexico wanted their debt erased with the U.S., and it happened.
0: It is real. Like, and we we just started printing off money there for a while. Yeah. For what? a long time. Just start printing off money.
3: It's Just, easy to do. Just here you go. press all, the button.
0: It all ended up with El Chapo. <laughs> 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 all of it. It's still probably up in those uh, mountains uh, up there somewhere. <laughs> How many American dollars do you think are up in El Chapo's mountains?
1: Man, we were just talking about that the other day. Uh, Zito, you know how he just pops up random questions every now and then? Oh, He's yeah. like, if you could ask El Chapo one question like, oh, about. Oh, Pablo Escobar. Oh, Pablo Escobar, what question would you ask him? Like, where's the rest of the money at? It's bur- going to be buried, buried. everywhere. It has to be. So much money, too. You know, they lost trillions of dollars I mean. buried in
2: the yeah. earth. What,
0: they found one of Chapo's houses and it had some insane amount of just it was guns like on the
2: walls and shit, too, right? Like- yeah, and it had
0: guns worth like. I don't want to say hundreds of millions of dollars, but I think think it might be hundreds (laughs) of millions of dollars. Total, for sure. They were all like
5: plated with like diamonds and shit like that. He's just like one of those (laughs) guys who has
0: too much money where where instead of buying art, his (laughs) art was these diamond plated guns. And in a Desert Eagle, is that the most expensive gun? He had like 40, he had a bunch of them all gold plated Desert Eagle guns. It's like those things were never good Instagram photos. Flexing hard. Mm -hmm. I think his son was, El Chapo's kid was a big time (laughs) flexer on the internet. I think he's still doing it. Good for him. El Chapo just taking everything, by the way. Yeah. Let his kid live. (laughs) Hey, you just flexing his Ferrari, bro. I'll go to jail. (laughs) Is he ever going to get out of jail
5: again? No. No, I I don't think so. So. After he got extradited, I think. Yeah. He's done. Well, make sure he never escape. out somehow.
0: There was a documentary about his arrest. I think I watched at one point.
2: Yeah, wasn't it two actors? That was like the the main reason they got him? Uh, It was a
0: journalist. Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yeah. Sean Penn and that journalist, that female journalist. That he was attracted to. He wanted to meet up with. Oh, good move.
1: There are so many, like, documentaries and movies about Escobar and El Chapo on Netflix. And when you go through so them, many. I get so pissed because I'm like four out of every five are Spanish. So I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, Netflix whatever. is really
0: hitting that international yeah, market, huh? I've heard, we've talked about, I don't know if it's made the show or not, if we've cut it out. But we've talked about here ad nauseum.
5: There you go. Oh, good one. Nice. Well done.
0: Netflix is about to lose in America.
5: Yeah, I think so.
0: Netflix is about to lose in America, I guess. Which is weird because only the Netflix originals will survive on Netflix, right? Yep, pretty much. Which Adam Sandler. Yeah, so... Banger. That's, they That's still they're
3: dumping movie money into the, the originals.
0: Which they should, right? Because everybody's going to have their own subscription service. Yeah, every human... I hu- not human. Maybe even humans at some point. I, I think everybody's going to ha- end up having their own subscription service. And you said Time Warner's about to buy up everything?
5: Yeah, so it's going to be called HBO Max. And, they, I mean, they're just... For one, their movie catalog is much bigger than anyone else's outside of like Disney. You know who? What is it? It's
0: Time Warner, AT and T, HBO.
5: Yeah, and then they own uh, I think a big chunk of like Viacom, which owns a bunch of channels, and so like every uh, like series that's on like Jersey Shore, Brosen, yeah, exactly. NBC, ABC, all that stuff. uh, I mean, that's available on basically any on demand, but like. Those shows aren't going to be able to be on other streaming platforms anymore. Those
0: will go off on demand, though, probably too, right? Those will probably all just live on their own. I, I, think I would on assume demand will so. Die. I think so. I think on demand is going to be gone. Directv, because well, cable's going to once every four years. You yeah,
4: know. Disney's got its own coming too. Yeah, so that's going to have every like Marvel property, every Star Wars feature, yeah. everything like that.
0: And that's probably where ESPN will head, right? With yeah, all live boy. stuff. Yep. ESPN yeah. Plus. Do they own pro-
2: NBC or ABC? Who's that? Disney. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: ABC, Fox. They own now. Yep. Oh God. And they own ESPN. How is and ESPN monopolizing? two, ESPN Ocho, ESPN U, mm-hmm. ESPN twenty, ESPN Classic, ESPN D- Ocho.
2: Wow. How are they not getting in trouble for this? Like for monopolizing, like TV, essentially? Because I'd
0: assume Viacom also is in the game. So yeah. A, yeah, a monopoly, it's not a monopoly, a monopoly is only when you're the only one in the biz. So but when they're the, trying to essentially, right? Yeah, no. uh, yeah. I think every company that's that big is trying to become a monopoly. They're trying to be. It, it is crazy. I because, mean, AT
4: and T and Time Warner went through a long lawsuit over that. Yeah. Over. Potentially becoming a monopoly. Because Percentage of the market
3: share.
0: It's yeah. crazy to me. Pigs get fed. Hogs get slaughtered. But these big companies, they try to gobble up everything, which I guess is smart. I don't know.
5: And it's easier for something like that because it's just like finite pieces of content that they're buying. Like they're just buying a bunch of movies and a bunch mm. of like rights to stuff. So like a lot of that stuff isn't even out there yet. It's just if they ever decide to make it, Disney owns the rights to it.
0: Facebook will send me a every once wrong? It would be an email actually. And I have my notifications off. So Zuckerberg slips through the cracks. About becoming a subscription, my Facebook page becoming a subscription page. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I, I never inquire about it, but I always find it interesting that Facebook is going to turn into a subscription service probably. Right. I
5: didn't even know they were doing that. Yeah.
0: I got offered. The opportunity to potentially become a subscription service. Do
5: you get to like set the price on it and everything? I
0: I have not even inquired because if you click on that, I mean, the only thing that's going to show up in my timeline is just on Instagram and Facebook. It's going to be do it, do it, do it. it. (laughs) It's going to be like the Truman Show where they're like the best place to be is home. You know what I mean? That's what. You got to really watch what you decide to click on on those things now. Like you really have to watch. Like, okay, do I want my timeline to be filled with this kid breaking his leg because it's going to happen if I if I even think I watch. the video for like a half a second. I'm like, get the fuck off of there. I don't want that to re- for the rest of the day. It's almost like I'm scrolling with paranoia. I'm like, if I stop and watch something, Zuckerberg knows, and he's just gonna flood my timeline with it. And my life is not gonna be able to exist without it. It's like you gotta really prepare for what you stop and look at. You're like, okay. All right, I got NXT coming up in a couple weeks. All right, let me click on this NXT thing. All right, now I'll let Zuckerberg flood me with everything I need to know. Let me do my research there. Zuckerberg, thank you, buddy. Okay, what am I got next? I'm going to Hawaii. Let me click on this Hawaiian photo real quick. All right, now I got beach photos and history lessons about Hawaii. I'm like, Zuckerberg, you're like a fucking research guy for me. I appreciate your little tag team. But if you use that, in a positive way, it's good, but I think those people's lives are getting ruined. Where they're only seeing like-minded things just showing up on their timeline. That's it. Like if they like this, okay, this guy likes this particular thing. Let's go ahead and just flood his life with only this thing. So this guy lives in just this bubble forever. And that's a scary. That's a scary thought. How much they know about you?
3: It's it's incredible. I like today. I was trying to Amazon Prime Day. So everything it got I-
0: canceled. By the way, Sam, if you're listening,
6: Sam, <laughs> it's
0: a shame that that happened.
3: Everything uh, that I clicked on in Amazon then showed up like in my Instagram feed.
0: Bro, I got a text from Sam this morning, and it-, it wasn't a good morning. It wasn't anything. It was just Happy Amazon Prime Day, <laughs> and I knew that meant one thing for old Samson. This whole house is about to get fucking redone. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: I've been dealing with it all day too. I got one there. Do we need an Alexa? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm I'm indifferent. I don't know. I can tell she's just scrolling through (laughs) what's on special. You don't. You don't. I
3: have one. I only use it for a timer. Alexa set timer. This is the the only thing I've ever I don't
4: like about Amazon is once you buy something and then you go to Amazon again, like two days later, it shows you all the same things that you just bought. It's like, no, I already have that. You know I bought it. Use your algorithm to reconfigure it and show me other things that would go with that that would be cool.
0: Similar. Jeff Bezos needs to catch up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, show me similar items, all right? If you want me to go on a shopping spree on your app, but give me a little similar things. Actually, I've never been on there, by
4: the way. Don't. What? Don't I'm do it. I'm not supposed to be on Amazon. Don't do it. No, you're not.
0: I am I am a window actual shopper, and <laughs> everybody knows that's a problem. The truck I have was the truck that was lifted up on the platform that you're not <laughs> supposed to buy. Give me that. Everything. The best, I got a 3D TV because it was the one you walk into Best Buy, and they say, uh, this is the one we want you to buy. I'm like, yep, uh, give me those fucking glasses. <laughs> I'll take this one. Are you sure? Nobody else has bought it. Yep, even more so. Let me have
1: that. <laughs> the Before... Google geofencing for marketing is incredible. As soon as you walk it's in so a Elaborate. Yeah, because I, I walked into uh Bob's uh, furniture place. Mm-hmm. You want to saw
0: Bob? Yeah. Oh, I I went Bob. In there, That's Chicago Bob. Walked oh,
1: yeah. around for a while, but I had my Google account. I was logged into it, and so location services is working against me or whatever, and I leave, and then my feed's just fucking filled with That's couches so and beds
4: after that.
0: Yeah. I got new locks for the house coming. Brand new locks, I guess. We bought it on Amazon oh, today. Nice.
4: Nice. Oh, well, There's you we need go. those.
0: Yep, got a new pair of shoes coming, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you're going to need those. I'm sure we got a bunch of new appliances, too. Can you buy those on Amazon? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i oh, got a whole new fucking You can buy groceries you on day, You can buy it's it. Prime day. Bezos just making another
4: just couple. I just bought a new days. set of steak knives. I got a LifeStraws and tried to keep up with digs and a flint.
0: Hold on, Cutco?
4: No, cut-co? Uh, no, they're not Cutco, but.
2: Oh,
0: I love Cutco. you got to get
3: Cutco. No, We're i, I got to get the flint now. I feel like I'm behind.
1: <laughs> What's the new grill? Just get a lighter, bro everybody's getting Traeger kidding. grill the Traeger grill yeah it's been uh, all of my fucking I gotta eat. get one of those
0: that's because I Sean guess. Latham They're Like 5, is that the one bucks. he had in his video yeah it's yeah. because Sean Latham that is why the Traeger grill is showing up in all of our feeds because
4: of Sean Latham <laughs> <laughs> what an air fryer do you have an air fryer yeah I do you gotta love have it. an air fryer love it
0: the fuck's yeah. an air fryer
4: oh, oh. oh you'll love it fries your food but without oil yeah it's healthy, you use convection. It's, healthy. it's incredible
0: what? like I could put fried chicken in there it's like vaping your food yep Really? Oh, yep. I,
1: I made wings in there. Delicious.
0: I dropped the vitamin thing on WWE. Oh, did you? <laughs> I was on WWE now during the day, uh-huh. and Shane McMahon's thing is he goes, uh, he calls himself the best in the world, but he mm-hmm. makes the ring announcers yeah. uh, announce it, and he makes them hold whoa for a long time, <laughs> like long time, and um, and Mike Rome, who's one of the ring announcers, was hosting the show, and on my way out. I said, uh, Mike Brown, let me tell you, you're the best in the Whoa! And I went for it for a long time. And then at the end, my voice just cut out. It just, it just stopped working. And I was like, "Yeah, too many vitamins. And I just walked off the camera. And I was like, oh, this is WWE program. I think vitamin B caused me to cut that out. No, no, it's TH in the C. The it was a wild day.
2: How much money do you think Bezos's uh, ex-wife gets off Prime Day? Or you think that money's all done a for? Done.
0: Him? I think she's. Already, I think the she's no, no, no. Did she keep a percentage? I wonder. Uh, probably. I don't. know. That would have been smart. Mm. Yeah. Would have been smart. I mean, if the forty if, like, billion Dan Marino, wasn't enough. If Vince, oh, I know, with the fucking pet <laughs> detective, you can get thirty grand or a percentage of the company. Well, wow, this, this movie's gonna suck. Give <laughs> <laughs> me thirty grand, bro. Uh, if they had Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, <laughs> oh. she would have got a percentage of the company.
5: Yeah, you're right. Because
0: they would have made him put his swords away. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. It's wedding season. Oh yeah.
2: How you doing, Zeke? Doing good. You know, I uh, feel healthy. I've only been eating one meal a day. Really? And I feel strong. Yeah, that's
4: not healthy. It
0: okay. is. Yeah, it is. Don't worry, about Nick, Nick, this is by the way, super negative. Nick, you you no. don't need Nick. In he's usually on my side on this. No, he's never on your side.
4: <laughs> never once been on your side. I don't, I don't think, think so, I've ever been on your side. Yeah, oh, what God. happened to you there?
0: <laughs> it might be like. Have
4: food. you
2: lost?
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you lost any weight?
2: I think I have. I, I haven't weighed myself <laughs> in. I think I'll, I have. I think I'm going to be against uh, scales. I think they're oh. lying. Uh, okay. You think scales are kind of
0: rigged against you? Yeah. Just you or all people?
2: It might be big scale going against me.
0: Because they don't want you to feel good. Yeah. They don't want you to have that positive. They want positive- to buy
2: a new one on a prime day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Bezos is sending a signal to your uh, scale saying, so hey, get a new scale.
2: <laughs> I do feel healthier, and uh, these jeans I've been having a problem to fit in, I actually fit pretty comfy. Here we go. Really? Oh, yeah. I haven't tried the jacket yet. The jacket's like the last test.
0: Is that the jacket you're wearing to the wedding? Yeah,
2: yeah. Are you wearing jeans to the wedding? No, I was just that was like one of my like uh, first love. What'd you eat
4: for dinner last night? Nothing. What'd you have know, for
2: a lunch? lunch? Uh, n- Taco oh. Bell. What was yesterday? <laughs> Sunday.
0: Sunday. Have you had the Burger King tacos yet?
2: Oh no, I want to so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Taco <laughs> Bell released a new thing
2: too. I really, it's horrible timing. But um, yesterday, oh, uh, wings from uh, what's it called Kielbasa. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. you? like
0: your keto zito. Yeah, I've actually had wings
2: almost every day. And. <sighs> a breadstick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're not, you're that not got keto. out of
2: me really quick, though. No, no, you're not keto. <laughs> right? I, I mean,
0: keto, you literally cannot have a breadstick.
2: Right? I, I told them to make it keto-friendly. The breadstick? Yeah, I don't know the what they bread did. The Yeah, I don't know what they did, but they said it was keto. <laughs> did they? Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like either you were lying to me or people were just walking around aimlessly lying to you. <laughs>
2: I think both. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hashtag wedding season zeet, still happening. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. taking applicants. I they still show up on my timeline. There's a couple guys that I think you should take. There's a lady who wanted to go with I you.
4: Know, there's, she's part of the front runners for sure.
0: She said she's a great wing lady. Oh, yeah. Great I, wing lady.
4: I saw one guy at a campaign going. He was like, day four, wedding season Z. Here we go. I like
0: uh, that guy. That's a good guy. Foxy, you like him better than you? I mean, he's he's way more committed than I am.
4: <laughs> 100%.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one thing I love about Z's commitment, though, he actually has that jacket sitting right in the living room, so he has to walk by it every, every single day. day. I like, like that. I got to fit in that thing. But you don't go home. <laughs> <laughs> good point you should put that thing up by the Twitch stream yeah, that's a good yeah. point right behind me at all times twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash, slash the, the Pat show. show yep you played with Turtle the other day
2: uh, we stood him up you stood Turtle up no it was kind of a conflict issue but yeah basically made me sound better did you I even guess. reach out to him be
1: like hey man something <laughs> else came yeah.
2: Conflict issue. <laughs> a fan
0: of the show tweeted at me and
2: Z and added
0: him and yeah. uh, he liked the comment so okay. there's something there is it him or is it his people
2: might be his son I don't know
0: he Good has boy. a kid? Is it Mystic? Is it a kid? <laughs> <laughs> for Fuck those, you. For those that don't know, Zito has a Twitch stream. He streams every night for about seven, eight hours, <laughs> every single night. He conned me into paying for him to basically have a. Game session with his friends every night, oh, yeah. live from the office. Which we have very good internet here.
3: Mm-hmm. We Top have of the line.
0: we have very good everything here. He has a mm-hmm. computer that he got. That's not from us. Lights way. are on all night. Lights are on all night. I mean, we're paying for this Twitch stream that has been has made money. Has not been profitable. Okay, if we're gonna do a green, black, red situation, it's been we're very red.
2: Come still, on,
4: still operating in the red. The <laughs>
0: most red operation we've ever had here.
2: Can actually. I throw something out here real quick? Steve Jobs worked in the red until like. Two years before he died.
0: So you have the iPhone.
2: <laughs> of twi- need, you have the, the, ma- I,
0: you have the iPod <laughs> of the Twitch streams. Yes. Of course you do. Of course you do. Anyways, he conned me into doing this, and he does it every night. And his commitment is next level. He doesn't really care how good the entertainment level is. <laughs> <laughs> but he does play every single night. And I would say this. I've watched a couple of nights. He's been doing it for now for how long?
2: Oh, 13 months. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: over a year. I've watched a few times. It is very entertaining. The highlights are entertaining. But you're the most negative winner I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, it feels so good to win.
2: You got to rub in their faces. It was actually <laughs> funny. I had he one. He literally
0: screams, fuck you, suck yeah. it, when he wins. Instead of like a yes or like a victory or I'm happy, it's the complete opposite. It's the most negative victory I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: I had a clip out there. Uh, Twitch actually banned it because I was too negative and toxic.
0: You've been banned from Twitch?
2: No, it was just like a video. They just like muted it because I was like too late. You're
0: getting shadow banned by Twitch? (laughs) Is that why only 14 people are watching? (laughs) You're shadow banned? by. I I didn't know we have like a strike against us.
2: I got to stop calling people out by their names. I think that's like the thing. That's probably bad.
0: Yeah, I only know Mystic from a video, which is a 12-year-old kid. It's it's
2: pinned to my fucking Twitter.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's pinned. That's your top tweet telling a teenager to suck it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's a teenager, to be honest (laughs) with you. That's just a video game.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are a terrible viewer, you, you should watch it, though. I guess it's entertaining. And uh, it could help Zito potentially carry this Twitch stream into the future. Yeah, Because there's a lot of question marks on the future. There's a stream.
2: funny thing. After this, uh, I have a phone call with a sponsorship for the Twitch stream.
0: Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. It's How are you going to fuck up that call?
2: I have really a lot. <laughs> they, they want me to bring numbers. <laughs> oh, oh. We get... Anywhere from
0: 14 to 100
2: million <laughs> no, no, viewers, <laughs> you, go, you go live views. So, live views, it's like 1,000.
0: <laughs> <It's laughs> anywhere from 1,000 to 100 million, you know? <laughs> that's the number that I was told. Me and Foxy mm-hmm. were pitched 100 million. Written on a whiteboard. 100 million is how many people are on Twitch. We need to get involved, says uh, Zito. And here we are, 36 viewers later. We need to
2: kiss the ring. We got to find the, get the ring to kiss. I we hope you get yeah, oh, a sponsorship. Yeah, what's the sponsorship? Who is it? Uh, should I, I don't know should if I should say it yet. If what? What? Yeah, what, can I, I yeah, say because we'll if they say no, well, oh, uh, Patriot uh, Viper. <laughs> what that's is that? F- Patriot <laughs> Patriot Viper. They do headphones, uh, computer equipment, and uh, keyboards. Oh. oh, okay. And I use the headphones right now, so that's why I reached out to them. Oh, cool. oh
0: you reached out? They didn't reach out to you. No. Okay, so. But I said bit, oh, so. We're already behind the ball in leverage and negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're at a point of desperation here, which we are, by the way, because yeah, you're operating, the operating in the red.
2: I will tell you right now, I live off the Hail Mary pass. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what game we're playing anything i live off the your life away. your life is a hail Mary <laughs> exactly it's
0: still in the air but we'll see what happens yeah <laughs> hopefully somebody will catch um how do we feel going in have you done your research on your numbers what are you going to pitch to them have they sponsored other people what is their normal response is it just merch are they just going to give you another pair of headphones and expect something out of you what are you going to do usually these
2: kind of deals i think it's a code so basically, how many people can use the code, blah, blah, blah. And then they get. See, you but a- that
0: puts you behind the eight ball because you tell people about a company, they might forget about your code and still sign up. So now you're getting fucked still by your advertising and they're getting a benefit from it. I've had a couple companies pitch that to me and I tell them to sit on it. So I should tell them to sit on it. I think you are at a point of desperation. You should take that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> D- I don't know. Conflict interests.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> issues, he said. Not conflict of interest. He said conflict issues. Yeah. CI. Yeah, yeah. CI, C- Yeah, CI. C- I think they're going to give you another pair of headphones and call it a day.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping for a keyboard. I really need a keyboard.
0: <laughs> Let's get a keyboard
4: out of them,
2: man. That's what I'm trying. Patriot Viper? <laughs> Patriot Viper. It's a
4: fake name. Yeah, that's a... Did you look it up? No, I didn't. no. 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 Is Couldn't care less.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody even moved, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's how little faith we have in that. T- <laughs> <laughs> We've done negotiations with companies a couple times now. And Phil, what does he title it as? Immaterial. Oh,
3: yeah. Immaterial. <laughs> <laughs> immaterial possession.
0: Immaterial. Like we got to go through books with companies and you want to go through our books because every time we say the money that we make and we pay, uh, a lot of people laugh, obviously. So Phil, our CFO, has to have all these things lined up. And every time we get to the point of the meeting where it's time for Phil to go through the numbers, I can't wait for him to get to one particular section and it's the immaterial. And they always go, oh, excuse me, their CFO is trying to out CFO Phil. And they I was like, oh, the numbers look good here. Uh, what's the immaterial? And uh, Phil, want, Phil always gets very, excited. He's like, "Oh, that's our Twitch stream." Uh, <laughs> the guy's name is Jose. And, uh, it's cost us a lot of money, but we think in the back end we could potentially make money off it. I always go, "Let's stop right there. <laughs> that one's never going to make us any money, <laughs> but it does generate just a tiny bit of revenue once every like six months, and that's yeah, yeah. what we're looking
4: for. And right. some joy, and some oh, joy. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
0: that that's priceless. There, that Twitch. A couple good laughs.
4: Can't put a price tag on it.
0: You can't. Zito doesn't even go home anymore because he just stays here. Nope. Foxy didn't see you one time the entire weekend. Nope. see him here. Thought you went to Chicago. I actually did. (laughs) I said, Foxy, where's Zito? He was like, I think he went home to
2: Chicago. We we literally had dinner, Fox. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true. I saw you
0: Sunday at 2 o'clock and it was not at the pub.
2: Oh, that was lunch. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, wise. (laughs) It was my dinner.
0: That's great. Uh, Speaking of dinner, a man that ate a lot of food in a very short time. and He's been crowned the greatest eater of all time. Stopped by Heartland Radio last week, but the interview caused quite a scene. TMZ, actually, I think. I mean, we we potentially caused a pop culture riff here. mm -hmm. And uh, just know that Kobayashi's not happy with this conversation you're about to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now... Residing in San Jose, California, weighing in at a stout 220 pounds, (laughs) standing at a staggering six foot one inch. He is a 12 time, 12 time, 12 time Nathan's hot dog eating champion, Joey. Oh wait and the owner of a new sauce company that is going to take over the country Joey the world's greatest eater chestnut Thank you
7: thank you great to be here again
0: hey i feel like you're wait weight- Potentially fluctuates from like two eighty to. I know, dude.
7: <laughs> I get chubby as hell. The
0: um, world's greatest eater is a hell of a title to have. And I'm super lucky, yeah.
7: W- everybody's an eater, but uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> literally every human on earth. I mean, not, every, not everybody's, the-
7: everybody's ever tried to hit a home run, but yeah. so they, I mean, it's a. It's, uh, lower percentage.
0: But you're, I also left out there, you're an American icon, and we're very thankful that you joined mm-hmm. us, man. You got a chance to do our, well, not you got a chance. We were no, very I, lucky you did no, I was
7: that. lucky. It was a It was a party and a half. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you did our New Year's Eve show uh, last year, I think it was last two years ago. Two years, ago. years, yeah. Two yeah, years ago. ago. And I called you, I was like, hey, is there any way, you're like, I think I'm going to be in town, actually. I was like, man, stop by the show. So we started talking about things you could do. I was like, I feel like it's going to be a party. It's New Year's Eve. Is there any drinking things you can do and uh, i was like maybe you drink like uh six or, or he was like ah, maybe you try 12 12 pints of beer <laughs> in 75 seconds <laughs> yep. that might be your greatest accomplishment by the way of all time
7: and i know i could do it faster i, I was making a little bit of a mess and uh <laughs> <laughs> it was a hell of a crowd yeah oh yeah and it was it was Huge. intense and uh i, I-, I loved it Dude, i don't know
1: if you remember this or not but we were backstage when we were getting ready for getting your your pints so ready and stuff and i was like Joyce, what do you do when you like you get off stage, just go gag yourself and throw up real quick? And you're like, No. And I'm like, You're gonna be fucked up. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was shit
7: house. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and was, so I was like, "Oh, I need some sugar." I, like, I ended up having a Fanta later, but I was, I, it was—it was—it was
3: like I was teleporting because like I lost time.
0: <laughs> yeah. hey, if it means anything, everybody in there was Yo. very thankful for your performance, <laughs> yeah, including so awesome. all of us in here. It was awesome to see. I mean, and all you've done since then is just represent America in beautiful fashion. Oh,
7: I'm just—I'm a lucky dude. I've somehow found a
3: way to get paid to eat and
7: then uh, beat people at the same time. It's, it's just <laughs> not,
3: not just beat people. Like, this July 4th, you were what? what went by 21? Oh, I fucked them. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I'm trying to get the record. And then I was like, oh, I'm up by, like, 20. It's, like, really hard to... Keep going? It, it's hard. But there, there's, like, 40,000 people in the heat. Mm-hmm. And they've been in the heat for, like, hours. And I feel bad not giving them a record. But, uh... I got lazy.
0: <laughs> is it a, okay? Because it is not a comfortable thing.
7: To no, be- hell no, it's not comfortable. It's like <laughs> a marathon running is not comfortable. They they like crap their pants in a marathon, and they look like they're gonna die. And so that's the way I kind of just model everything. Yeah. After they they work up to their twenty six miles, I work up to my seventy something.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but whenever there's nobody pushing you, oh, that, yeah, 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 you said you're up twenty. That's hard to keep going, right? It,
7: it, it's hard, but it's a. Uh, the crowd is there, and I'm. It's. I mean, if I'm, it's my job. You have to. There's like it's Fourth of July. That's what people are expecting.
0: They're expecting Joey <laughs> yeah. Chestnut to come out here and just slam hot. Go top.
7: as hard as you can, and not. Not. I'm not going to go. Halfway, it's
4: can you even enjoy a hot dog anymore, I like outside one, of had, competition?
7: I had one today for the first time, <laughs> really? I, I, and I was excited. Like I'm not, did, I'm not dunking this in water. <laughs> no. just no. Some mustard on it, I'm like, have a simple, I'm, you know, my own speed. <laughs> did you eat it very? For- yeah, I was eating it slow. Was that uh, difficult? Slow, slow no, for it's you not or slow? slow it, it was probably faster than most people, but I was uh, <laughs> I was enjoying it. Yeah, I enjoy a good hot dog. All beef hot dog. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, so good. Have oh, you yeah, always sausage.
1: been like a super competitive person? Because I watched the Thirty for Thirty with you, just like mentally destroyed Kobayashi. Oh,
7: I wasn't that competitive growing up. I, I I grew up in a big family, and we had it didn't really go into like I, there were four boys in the family, and they're they're like. The two older boys would kick our asses and everything. The little, the yeah. younger brothers uh-huh. and I mean, every kind of sport and fighting and we would just get our asses kicked. And the only thing me and my little brother could do is uh, eat more than the older brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and we were just fucking fat. <laughs> and it was like, oh, we're just yeah, boys. We're going to eat more than you. And, th- and it bothered them. We we could tell it bothered the older brothers. Did uh, you like the God. thirty
3: for thirty? It was a. I
7: can't argue with it too much. It, it was a. It was very Kobayashi friendly, and he was he was very emotional. Uh, it, I felt like just like somebody should have said, "There's no crying in anything." Like hey, okay, <laughs> but he, he liked to cry, and uh,
1: they really right. played him to be the victim. And I'm like, wait, 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 what Let are me, you supposed to do? You're a, supposed to beat him. It's an eating contest. Yeah.
7: You're gonna you're not gonna be on top forever. I know somebody's gonna come and probably annihilate me. And either I'm gonna either I'm gonna. Either I'm gonna get better, or I'm gonna say, "Hey, this guy, he he did me dirty." And uh, good job, cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should cry. And I don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he showed me how not to lose. But,
5: uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys have like really genuine bad blood then, or not really? Do could you? I,
7: I don't. I don't hate him. I I, I love beating him. I, 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 I,
5: I, I, would,
6: I would
7: I would pay money to compete against him, but he, he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> wow, oh.
6: hey, hey,
1: hey. and soft. Soft. I saw where he's like eating there they show him at these low level like local taco eating contests oh my god stuff. he's really
7: doing like eating in alleys now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like weird voyeur stuff <laughs> no no I do love him I love I mean he's the reason yeah he, you need that yeah. he's the reason why I got into it mm-hmm. he he was uh, the, series, the competitor and uh it was it was fun beating them.
0: The Rock needed Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. The entire time, you two kind of I don't want to say put it on the map, but your battles were what they were, intrigued they were, you. They were epic. Yeah. yeah, that's what intrigued me. That's what intrigued everybody probably that's listening to the show. Is like okay, we got American now taking yeah. on Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is our guy, and it's I. I I mean it is crazy to, to think about the way it's all been spun about you being a bad guy basically. <laughs> it didn't make me the bad guy, did it? No, no. no. I mean, I mean, but there's definitely one you're supposed to feel bad for and one you're not supposed to feel. Like yeah. you're not supposed to feel bad for you. I mean you're a 12-time yes. champion. So. Yeah,
7: yeah. I'm not. You shouldn't feel bad for him either. He he was he was the boss for a while. He's always going to be the boss forever.
0: Right. It's good point. Is there a younger amateur like like, do you have your eyes on a person that could potentially come and get you? Like, is there, is there like an underground that's like, oh, this guy, no, there's, he's there's, in he's, a AAA. He's going to fucking come and get he, it.
7: He, uh, he did 50 this year. Uh, Darren Breeden, and he's like six foot three. And I'm, I'm worried about the guys who are that tall because they have the longer torso. And oh. it, it eventually, eventually a, a real basketball player is going to figure out how to get empty and, put, <laughs> and then figure out how to push their body to a silly limit. So I, I worry about the people with the super long torso who can potentially have a, a, a ridiculous capacity oh, that um, So I, had to,
3: I, I thought of two questions Shack. while <laughs> while I watched this most recent one. When everyone gets introduced, there's like one fat guy out of all of you guys. You're all in like pretty good shape. Dude, somehow. it's changed
7: over the years. Now they're like, I think third place was a power lifter. Mm-hmm. Uh, even second place, that guy's super fit. Uh, I'm, I'm like the chubbiest one. I'm like, I, I don't. And I, and I'm wild. barely hanging on. Like, I'm like, I. I only eat healthy so I can eat more. It's so it's so screwed up. And I only go to the gym so I can eat more.
3: (laughs) And then everyone else who got introduced was like super happy, super pumped up. Like they all had like a dance or something like that. And then when you were introduced, you look fucking miserable already. Like are you miserable before you start eating? (laughs) Well, I'm like
7: a day and a half no solid food. There it is. Almost no calories. I'm in a weird, stupid calorie deficit, and I'm worried. Like it was hot, so I was like, oh, I needed, I wanted to drink water, but I didn't want to drink water because I didn't want to be dehydrated. And then, uh, and, and, and I'm just trying to trying to Get go it. back to my happy place mm-hmm. and ready to push my body to this stupid limit. I mean, it's it's hard, it, <laughs> and, uh, and and, and it, I'm kind of embarrassed how hard I push. But uh, it's if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all the way.
0: You're the guy that's up the mountain too. So there's a target right at you. you everybody's Super Bowl is going against Joey Chestnut, so that can kind of build yeah. up, I assume, just like any other sport or competition, I assume.
7: Yeah, it's uh. And, yeah, th- these other eaters, they're, they're going to watch what I'm doing and they're going to try to improve on it. Mm-hmm. So its uh, I-, I need to just blow it out of the water so hard.
0: And any time they go against you, they tell stories about it forever. So that's like, um, I was. I got a chance to be on some very good football teams. And every time we played them, it was their best shot because it was their Super Bowl, right? Like when I was at West Virginia, everywhere we went, it was primetime TV. It was, their, it was their Super Bowl. They talk about it forever. When I was with Peyton, same thing. And now the Patriots have this. Anytime the Patriots play, it's like it's their Super Bowl. Remember, anytime somebody eats against you and if they even have a glimmer of hope against you, they're telling everybody they've ever met that I was within 20 hot dogs of Joey Chestnut one time. <laughs> yeah. And that has to be something that you probably think about, I'd assume.
7: That's, that's all right. They, uh, and then I've, I've lost contests that I probably shouldn't have lost. There's like a donut eating contest that I lost earlier this year, and the guy, he practiced his butt off for it. He, and, uh, I was already practicing for hot dogs, so I wasn't going to take time off a hot dog practice. So he, he came out, he jumped into an early lead, and I, and I, I got all flustered and panicked, and I, I just didn't, I didn't even get near my world record. And he didn't even get near, near the record for the donuts, but, uh, you got the win. Is there
0: a different strategies for those?
7: Oh yeah, well you, you got to get the timing right of how much, how many, how much you're going to fill in your mouth before you have to d- take a drink of water. Really, and it, it, it's, it seems and like just chewing as, much as possible. It's not you can't just do up as much as possible because then then some of the muscles in your throat get tired. Has it, anyone died? Wait a minute. Has
0: anyone choked? It. Well, some of your mu- so there is a full science. So I, I hey, yeah, yeah, this sounds. I, I don't.
7: I don't want to go as hard as I can because then the, the muscles in my throat get tired, and then the food gets stuck. It, it starts sitting in the back of my throat, and I get nauseous. So do you I, get
1: medical help for that? Like, do you have a, like a you, medical oh, professional not like that, help I, guide I, you? Or I, I, Just the way you feel your own body.
7: I, I you can feel it. You know, I, okay. I, when I practice not eating as fast as I can in the beginning, I can t- I can carry my 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 pace longer.
0: So do you work out like your throat muscles? Oh
7: yeah. It sounds really ugly.
0: Yeah. Go <laughs> I mean, to the ship. gym, bro. Oh, yeah, it's worse than the gym. <laughs> no, but is there? Do you? I'm sure people ask you in the competitive eating for like help or tips and oh, like yeah, how no, you do I'll it. Give,
7: I'll give them tips, but I'm not going to give them all my my whole plan.
0: Good. Okay, really? When you retire, will you?
7: I'll, I might. I might give them more of it. Might write
0: a book and be like, "This yeah, is how I th- did this it." This is
7: how I did it. And I have, I have a really strong feeling like there's going to be somebody who uh, who I mean, it's so young. It's like remember the, the the story about the four minute mile. They thought the human right. heart the human heart would explode, mm-hmm. and as soon as one person did it, like four more people did it in the same year. And it's it's uh, competitive eating. It's it's young. It hasn't been accepted for a long time.
0: <laughs> well, and we're in a content creating generation where on Fourth of July that's the only thing that's really buzzed about. So you're going to think that somebody any. YouTubers, content creators are going to want to get into this because it's great content. So I do believe that it's probably going to grow and grow and grow, which is great to be the face of it, especially with that fucking belt.
7: I know, the belt, they're not screwing around with this. (laughs) It's it's made by the same guys who do the uh, WWE belts, the Wildcat belts. Wow.
0: Joey, can you actually stand that up for the camera for me? You're the best. Oh. Look at that belt.
1: Oh, nice.
4: yeah, that's a beautiful oh, yeah.
0: Hey, that is the same exact shape as the WWE Championship.
7: Yeah, they did not mess around.
0: <laughs> I could you could
7: knock somebody the hell out
0: with it. <laughs> <laughs> did you, do they give out belts every year for all twelve times that,
7: you- uh, Not all to- not all twelve times. Uh, they get started getting better and uh, then there was Pepto Bismol who got involved and they put money in so we were were getting new money into it and then they're like oh we'll give you a new belt every year I was like yeah I was going to bring it back (laughs) anyway
4: speaking of Pepto what's the next like 24 hours like after a competition oh it's garbage
7: it's uh so I can tell right away if it's it's settling deep and I'm going to digest it. And then, and then it's like, all right, I can stay calm. I just need to keep drinking water. I'm going to do my interviews, uh, like 45 minutes, hour interviews, then talk to people. And then it's an hour bus ride back. And it's just keep drinking water, stay awake, pass out, and then it's wake up and uh, it, it's going to come in rounds.
0: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this past time, did it digest properly?
7: It digested pretty well, yeah. It did uh I, I tried to go out later that night, about about Jesus. ten, and uh, I was feel feeling like crap, so like, I didn't make it t- t- out till like midnight.
3: <laughs> warrior, Is there a, what a warrior! Are you allowed to after like say an hour? Are you allowed to throw up after?
7: I mean, you can, but it's so deep inside of you; it, it, it's hard. Been there. It, it, it's it's like you got to you got to <laughs> and. There's been times where, like I, I want to party quicker, where uh, we're quickly. So like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try to take some off the top. And like, oh, it's <laughs> it's not moving.
0: Yeah, because the initial thought is you put that down, mm-hmm. there's a rule, and then you just puke it up. But you don't think about the body actually trying well, to the, digest it for yeah, you. Yeah,
7: the only way you can actually get that much in is when you go in absolutely empty. And when you go, so that's also, the, it's not really a trick. It's just like I know how to stretch everything and make it, everything sell super deep. So then it, it's starting to move quick also. Like when I'm dunking the buns in water, it's not just water; it's warm water because it's breaking down the buns, helping those muscles relax, and then helping things just move along.
0: So the flavor means nothing right? yeah. because oh, I've tried shit. the hot dog thing and those buns in water, They're boy, gross! I, <laughs> uh, gross!
7: No, it, t- it took a lot of practice to get used to it. It's no longer a bun to me; it's it's a it's a sip of water that looks like a bun. <laughs> and I, 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 I mentally, like get, get over it.
0: <laughs> That is such a fucking classic uh, mental test of yourself. Like, all right.
7: You're not eating a dick. You're eating a dick.
3: <laughs> Do you drink like gallons of water or milk like that to expand your stomach? I,
7: every morning usually I'm, I'm drinking. It might not even be a gallon, so I'll, I can get an idea how I'm doing because I'll do like 10 really good gulps. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a little bit more than a gallon sometimes. And then, then the morning of the fourth, I was like, "Ooh, it's it, things didn't stretch that well." So it's, it, I, I knew I was gonna be at my strongest. So it's like I was a little bit worried, mm-hmm. but because uh, I know I can do like seventy-five plus, it was just a matter of if everything's working the same yeah. that right. That do you day.
0: have practice rounds? Oh yeah, where you go as hard as possible, full
7: speed. Yeah, it, and and it's slowly building up towards the fourth, and more and more serious.
0: So it's like a fight camp.
7: Yeah, and then I, then I try not to make any gains, and it's a. Uh, it, it, it's 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 so silly the way I, I try to model it after everybody else's like you look at the bodybuilder or weightlifters they hit a muscle group mm-hmm. and then they let it recover i don't try i'm not doing a practice i i can't do a practice anymore like it's like once every six days
0: well so, i want to let you know like it's i think it's a smart idea that you've been taking it this serious now that we got joey chestnut world's greatest fucking eater sauces this is genius by you oh
7: it's good stuff this- i'm really happy with it. It, it it all worked out i mean it took a while and they they the people I was working with, they, uh, they they worked their butts off on it.
0: Did you? Were you in the, like the chemical lab? Oh
7: yeah. So in Eau Claire, we went to the factory and did the taste testings, and went to look at the raw product for the spices. And uh, I'm I'm happy with
1: it. This is
3: all. Awesome. So but you can to the
1: groceries right now. Yeah.
7: It, yeah, it's it's in uh, Kroger right now.
3: Look nice. at you! I, walked, oh, I hey. walked through Kroger and it was in prime placement too, right back. I know. They're right showing I was like,
0: oh, hey, look at Joey there. And it launched immediately after your twelfth win. It, it was like
7: right before it, and then it, then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come to Indianapolis because. Did you
0: feel any pressure to win because you knew you had a fucking sauce line coming
7: up? <laughs> <laughs> I know that would have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> people were really investing money, and you're like, oh, you, you you just fucked us hard. You're a loser. No, 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 yeah. I, I, I put a lot of pressure I mean they're, they're, There's a lot of support From them But uh, I put pressure on myself
3: But like when the next Closest competitor Is 20 hot dogs away Do you go in knowing That you're Most likely gonna win
7: Yeah I, I had a really good feeling mm-hmm. You can't tell though it, it, With anything it, If you get Cocky or complacent You're, you're gonna get You're just it, you're, Nothing good's mm-hmm. gonna come out of it mm-hmm. What's the most
0: you've done In a practice round
7: Oh, I've done I've done eighty two in practice. Oh. Dude, and, and, and so exact.
0: what's the difference? So what is the difference? Some days you well, just like, got it like any athlete. Well, I was in
7: freaking California where there's no humidity, and I cooked the hot dogs and they're fresh. And, some, and sometimes I I, I made I, so that one I made them like super easy to eat, like they were just like delicious hot dogs. <laughs> 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 like blow your load <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, these are fast." And I could just feel it, and then, and then part of it was like I wanted to get them in down and like feel comfortable with eighty-two hot dogs in the ten minutes. So I knew it was going to be harder on the Fourth of July, but I I liked to have a couple easy practices.
0: <laughs> yeah, You make it harder in practice; it's easier oh, game.
7: Yeah, and, and then I have some harder practices too, just just so that I'm I'm aware of every variable there is.
0: Man, this is like a real fucking science to oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's you ever awesome. you to make it
1: harder at yourself? Like have people throw tennis balls at your face? <laughs> like where you're trying to do it? Like, well, there's been so it right. seems so much easier come game time?
7: Oh, there's Like I, uh, I have a couple drunk friends over there yelling at me be <laughs> <laughs> and being
1: obnoxious. they're being like, eat it, eat it, eat it, suck it. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you
0: motherfuckers, I'm going to kill you. We're here for Kobayashi, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, per Harbor, what? <laughs> oh, <geez.
3: laughs> incredible. are hot dogs your best food
7: uh it's the biggest contest of the year so it, it's uh i put the most it's work into it but it, chicken wings are usually i'm pretty good at without even putting work in so it's uh it's almost not fair i just have a, a decent method um
5: what's your favorite thing to eat in competition
7: oh uh, hot dogs i mean that that's, that's the up. biggest contest it's, it's the one where like it it's competitive eating is weird, and it's the only one where I don't have to like explain what the, what the hell I'm doing. Right? Uh-huh. So you're like, oh, you're, you're gonna eat so many chicken wings or so much uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. And when it's hot dogs, it's
0: there's a grilled t- cheese sandwich contest.
3: There
7: used to be.
0: Oh, do
7: you remember that uh, online casino? Uh, what is it? Golden Palace. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, yeah, they, yeah. Used, they used to hold it, it, it. It's a massive, massive contest. Remember they had the uh, grilled cheese sandwich that looked like Jesus. Yes. Like Virgin yeah. Mary or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they'd bring that around and we'd, we'd do contests.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that went on tour? That-
7: it, it went around tour. We, we were going all around the country eating grilled cheese sandwiches. And it was like Wisconsin had some sweet grilled cheese. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was awesome.
1: I know, like, you're obviously the best at it now and you have it down to a science. But when you first started, I don't know if it's true or not, but I just read it on Wikipedia. But in 2005, you're a college student and you enter a fried asparagus yeah. <laughs> eating and you ate 6.3 pounds. Was that your uh, first real contest? something like
7: that like two weeks before that i did a lobster eating contest and uh i wasn't i didn't want to do it yeah my little brother signed me up to it and he's like joe you can do it and they uh they offered you a free hotel room if you actually go and it was it was, it was at a casino and i was 21 it's like fuck yeah i'll go and then like and then i ended up tying for third and it got 250 bucks and i was like dude i got paid to eat this is like fucking yeah it was like crazy pills and uh so I just I like I put some thought into the deep fried asparagus contest. I got the uh, I got the recipe. Mm-hmm. I did a, I cooked it up. Had a little practice, and then I uh, oh and then I had my brother and my mom and a couple of friends come right in the front and just kind of like keep me calm because I'm I'm a shy I'm a shy bastard, mm-hmm. and uh, they it, it, it made me because it, it's so weird to eat and, eat on stage in front of people. It's something like when you eat fast you do it at home when. You come home drunk, or you're on your way to work. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not something you do at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and uh, so they they kept me calm, and I just I dominated that contest.
0: Dude, when did you find out the science of it all? Like when did you start learning? Like okay, I got a real, I got a real, a hey, I got a real. That's probably when you were like, I got a gift at this. Yeah,
7: there it was there was the natural like. When I tied for i not tied I got I got third at Fourth of July that year with uh, 32 hot dogs I was like all right I'm I'm gonna figure this out I looked at Kobayashi and he, he looked he didn't look any different from anybody else he's just a he's just a fit guy and uh, so I was like all right if he figured it out I, I can figure it out and so I just started keeping tr- I kept a food journal of everything I was doing uh, whether it was eating or whether, how Do
0: you I, still have that journal?
7: I, I, have, I have one of them yeah
0: that's probably gonna be worth some money right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing's gonna go on tour by the way and it's
7: like it's like dude you just, i felt and there would be like i feel like garbage but then i do a practice contest and i would like i didn't do that bad <laughs> was like oh i was empty and then uh, then I then i recover faster or something and so it's not always you don't have to be feeling good in order to do something good how old were you i was 21 when i got started and uh
0: is this your only real job
7: right now yeah
0: no just inventors. oh yeah
7: oh, no no I, I i got an engineering degree and I worked in construction management. And then, <laughs> so I, I was like, I was smarter I, I was, than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was for a long time. I was like, I don't want to make it my full-time gig. Cause I was kind of, I was kind of embarrassed that I put that much work into engineering mm-hmm. and I was going to do it. But then I was like, dude, I'm getting paid to eat and I'm making people happy and I get to beat people and travel. I, like I, tra- I I was supposed to be going to new Orleans this weekend, but they have that, that storm going on. Oh yeah. But, uh, That's I get to travel yeah, awesome so places.
4: Barry. Oh, no. It's, I, no, it's not a real hurricane. It's a tropical, tropical storm. storm. Yeah. It it's, but
7: might get the cat one, but though. there's a little bit of there's a yeah some flooding. It could be dirty there.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: How many tournaments are there a year? How many con- contests are there a year? Everybody um, knows about the Fourth of July.
7: There's about sixty, and I'm doing about twenty two, twenty three of them. They and they so, want you to, come and they around. they want me to go to all of them. So all I, different foods. I get to pick my choice. I've, yeah.
4: What's the least favorite food?
7: I've, n- I've never done it. Uh, oysters. I can't do raw oysters. Yeah. Dude, it's just like.
4: Eating, yeah, I don't know. Don't Yeah, get all horned up
5: too. I've done it. <laughs> yeah.
1: How cool does it Natural feel? Natural aphrodisiac. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. How cool does it feel to get in when you did and like be the first real legend? Because I am assume when you're done competing, you're going to be the godfather. So like you're going to be the guy who's at every big thing. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. You it, probably have your own challenge, I assume.
7: It, it the whole thing's nuts. It's not something it, like Pat. You you grew up playing football.
0: Yeah, sports I, though. Sports yeah. and
7: uh, like you you knew it was something you want. I didn't. I I was a bad nerd, and I, I knew I was going to be an engineer. And then when I was twenty one, I did this first contest, and it, it, this whole thing was unexpected to me. And so it's it's like oh my god, I know I could. I, I know what a real job is like. I know what. Uh, and I, I just know how lucky I am. I'm just Wind r- instrument. Riding it out. Oh, a trumpet. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Oh, I, I, I blow the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Does that a help? diaphragm. Does
7: that help? I think it helps with controlling your breathing. Because in the eating contest, I have to really sneak in all my breaths. And it's very similar when you're in, in, playing an instrument. You have to breathe really quickly. Huh. You and didn't even know you were preparing for this. I didn't know. My dad was preparing me for my entire life. <laughs> yeah. and then, he, then, he, then we would like sneak away and we eat pizzas away from the family. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just fucked if you have a cold or a sinus infection? Yeah, yeah. Afrin is amazing though. Afrin is. Whew. Is that stuff that? Yeah. You blow it, in there. You hit it hard, and it, it, it it's like you can almost like breathe through your ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the arch nemesis, though, is having uh, stuffed nose. Oh, stuffed
7: nose will slow you fun. down. I mean. If, if you want to do well, you have to be able to breathe through your nose.
0: Obviously, a flu will get you. Yeah,
7: the flu and, I don't know, probably a couple, yeah, weird things.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have there been any serious injuries like stomach tearing and stuff happen? No. To like so my
7: I, my doctor, she's like, dude, you're, you're not going to hurt yourself as long as you're not really unhealthy. Like, the only people who tear their stomachs are people who are on, like, drugs. or they're. They, it, as long as you don't suffer a massive hernia... And that's not going to happen if you're fairly
5: fit.
0: What if you drink, like, six or seven Red Bulls a day? Well, I also
5: have colitis and IBS, so I think think I'm kind of out on the competitive eating. (laughs) Yeah,
7: I I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it... She's shitting fire. just yeah, shit like a madman. <laughs> yeah,
5: I already do, so I can't imagine what 50 hot dogs would add to it. Right. Like, I don't run very
7: often, but when I get that look in my eye, I'm, I'm yeah. going.
0: <laughs> What's a standard human eat? Like, if I was to do that in 10 minutes, what would I get? That's like? a great
7: question. I think you would be able, You should be able to do at least 12.
1: 12 to
0: 15 12, or something like that?
7: yeah. 12 to 15. And, and you're also used to pushing yourself and... Yeah, well, I wouldn't well he can eat a lot, though. You're really not the average eater. I am an yeah. eater.
0: I am an e- like you. I am an eater. It, w-
7: it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if you got 18 your first try, and See- then if then, well, you get it down once, then you're more comfortable with it, and then you do it again. It's, just a, it's that weird building of tolerance.
0: I think that's what they should talk about more, though, whenever yep. they show the clips of you putting up 71 or 74 mm-hmm. or 82 or 75. 75 is the record now, right? 74?
7: 74. 74
0: is the record. Yeah. 75 would break it. So I think they should talk about, like, the standard human would do this, just like they should do mm-hmm. in, like, the Olympics whenever they show people run. Like, this is what mm-hmm. the standard human is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that stat should be handed out a little bit more because what you're doing is fucking insanity, absolute insanity.
7: I mean, there's. It, I don't think it's really that much crazier than a, somebody running the 26 miles in a marathon. I mean, think about it. How many of us could run three miles in a row at that, that marathon pace?
0: Our CFO is <laughs> <laughs> super fit. He trained for like eight months. Uh, he still has yet to finish a marathon he started. Yeah, it, it <laughs> nuts. Ended up and so, in a hospital.
7: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's, the thing is, that more people try marathons. Not that many people have actually put the work in to try to eat that many hot dogs.
0: Uh-huh. Is that the goal? With the goal or is or, the goal to make competitive eating like a I mean it
7: but it, it I don't know if that's the goal for me, but I, I enjoy <laughs> beating people. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 the more people that try, the more people I can beat.
1: <laughs> Are there performance enhancers? Like it, like I've, if you just got really uh, fucking high, does yeah, that help you?
7: I've tried pretty much everything.
1: Um they don't it, test you, I assume.
7: No, no. But well it, sometimes sponsors will test. Oh, okay. But uh it, it I don't think anything really works. I, I mean weed you lose your intensity. You lose track of time, mm-hmm. and uh, e- even if, even if, because yeah, you're not doing it for taste. So the munchies I, I, is a, the, speed uh, yeah, the is munchies is going to help, and the, and and you're not doing it uh, for hunger necessarily. Because after four minutes of the contest, I'm not hungry. i, I it's like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I, I got. I'm doing this to win, and I'm doing this to just show these guys next to me they're they're, they're not shit <laughs> so,
3: after, so after 40 hot dogs you're not hungry not after two minutes when 20 are down i uh, know 22 minutes uh, i'm just a fat guy having fun
4: are you are you like fully aware when you're up there doing it or are you kind of looking around seeing what everybody else is doing or are you just completely focused on I'm, what's in front of you
7: i'm uh I, I like to be super like in a weird zone where, where i'm kind of aware but it's like i'm just trying to do the same thing over and over again and it's uh Make sure I breathe. Make sure I dunk the bun for the right amount of time. Every tenth every tenth bun, I drop the cup because it, and go to a new cup. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, so I'm not, it, the wor- when I was younger, I used to always have empty cups on stage and I'd search for a, a, a cup with water. But uh, it, it's just, you could just go back to all these things that I do. So it, it's like, even though I'm, I'm thinking about all these things, I'm really not thinking about anything. It's just, just all these little steps. Routine almost. Yeah. yeah.
3: I saw a dude who was near you. His hands were covered in red. So I assume it was either Gatorade or something like that. Is there what's the thought process? Yeah, of, Red
7: wings. To, <laughs> um, uh, he was. He, I think he was using like Crystal Light. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Wow, that changed the flavor, though.
7: <laughs> you know, some people are weird. They they like they they practice with the same flavor for every food, so that uh, and it kind of makes sense like, to a degree that like they're used to when they're when they're full the, that that flavor is kind of like a comfort zone.
0: Dude, so every every uh, wings you can obviously dunk in water, but like the donuts and everything you dunk into a warm water.
7: Ah, uh, donuts. Sometimes like the Hostess donuts, like the powder ones, oh, I, I couldn't cool. dunk. So good. I, I was, you
0: did a Hostess donut. Yeah, that's
7: the one I was talking about earlier, where, where I got where I got second. But uh, I was I was worried about even inhaling it because it like yeah, like, it yeah. gets you. <laughs> <laughs> I, looked, I looked like a uh, yeah, yeah like I was at a party. I <laughs> 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 but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if it's a if it's a if it's like a sandwich food that doesn't fall apart, then we get to dunk it. If if, if it's gonna fall apart when we dunk it, then we then we're not allowed to. Oh, nice. Makes
1: sense. What's your favorite thing in the world to do when you go chill and just be Joey Chestnut away from Shit. eating? What's your favorite thing?
7: Oh man, just watch sports and drink a couple beers. <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, I've seen you drink beers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Legendary. bro. Think about it, 12 pints of beer in 75 incredible. fucking seconds. That's 16 incredible. ounces,
1: not 12 ounces. Yo, that's right. They
0: were 16
1: Yeah, pints. yeah we still
4: pints, tell right? tales it about pints. it because even when you were done on stage, you were still crushing on backstage, oh, yeah. too. Pounders. Yeah. It, took backstage. A bit, it took
7: a little while to start really feeling good.
5: But,
7: uh, <laughs> dude, and everything was a blur. It was amazing.
0: Like there's beer chuckers that go out there on, on the internet and stuff like that. I would like to see them. I would personally like to see all of them. Line up 12 pints of beer in less than a minute and a half. It was less than a minute and yeah. a half. That's un I think it's your best feat. It was, it was up there.
7: I had a little spillage but it was it was pretty damn good. Those first ones were like it was like magic. <laughs> they, they I was like, "Oh, David Blaine ain't got
6: shit. <laughs> Suck it."
0: We still have that video, I assume, somewhere. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I actually looked it up. Mm-hmm. It's, there's
3: actually there's one on YouTube from someone in the uh, oh,
0: crowd. the crowd. audience. You,
7: you could hear the audience just going shit Oh yeah. Oh,
0: man. Hey man, it was a it was like a gladiator atmosphere because <laughs> yeah, all those like, people are beer drinkers, so they understood very much what was happening. It was like eat the baby. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> the baby's gone. <laughs> incredible uh, I can't thank you enough Joey yeah. Oh, honestly great, man great hanging out with you again congrats on a win congrats on another win congrats on a legacy man and congrats on putting a sport on the map basically you, for America I mean if American doesn't win people aren't going to watch I mean it's just the way it goes that's the way America is <laughs> and, and you're the guy
7: 4th of July and hot dogs I, I don't know how I got so lucky I, uh, <laughs> I do it, it, it just worked out and thanks yeah everybody who's uh, I've met you guys are awesome and at Kroger right yeah they're, they're available in Kroger
0: I, I we have not tried them yet, but I'm going to try them here in less than four minutes. And this Nashville hot chicken looks delicious, and it's only got three grams of carbs in it too, which is big deal for the old keto zito over there. <laughs> He's trying to lose some weight for a wedding season. One oh,
7: yeah. of these days, I'm going to really get on it. I want to do like one of those fat camps in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I just like come back like a like a mean bastard. <laughs> <laughs> those fat camps in Thailand? You, you never heard of them? No, they're like they're like kickboxing fat camps. They they just feed you like nothing but like. Like lettuce and they just beat the hell out of you. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like tiger muay thai. You gotta look it up.
6: Hey Zeno Zeno.
0: Twenty pounds. Twenty that sounds like an eighty hundred pound operation. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Joe, you're the man, dude. Thank you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
8: Hello.